we started March uh, 14th, I yep. think was the first episode. Yeah, so, so eight months yeah, almost eight to months. the day. No, not at all to wow. the day. A week, a week from now will be eight months. Yeah. 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 Which is wild. Good for you guys, how many viewers do you have? Not as many as I would like, but it, we'll probably get close to 100 now an episode. That's now. still pretty good. It's yeah. decent. It means 100 people listening to your thing. That's awesome. And we don't know all 100 of them, which is cool. Yeah. A lot of people overseas, which is interesting. Really? Because I don't know how the language barrier happens. But we got Belgians. We got a lot of people <laughs> from Belgium, dude, listening. So, That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my we, God. We try and make an attempt to shout out the Belgians because they love us for some reason. <laughs> We have like, I think the last the one I checked, of, we uh, had swearing on this. Or you can swear, just don't Kenny swear. Yeah. Oh God. So <laughs> yeah, because you know how Kenny is. I was actually talking to my dad about this as well. When we had Kenny on the first time, he wasn't really on. It was basically just like he was supposed to be our live audience. Oh okay. So at the time we only had, we still only had two mics, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we only had two mics. Yeah. So he was just sitting down in a folding chair, and then he just kept <laughs> chiming in. So we were like. We got to get him on for a real episode. Yeah. We got a third mic. We got him on. And it was like hell in a handbasket. Oh, my God. I bet. By far our most censored episode. <laughs> I think it was at 125 censors. Yeah. Or like 130, yeah. something crazy. Are it, you serious? 70, it sounded 70 so to bad. 80% of them I, were I all Kenny. I did the math. It was like a swear every 1.2 seconds oh or something. No, it wasn't <laughs> like that average. Consistent. Like an average swear. 1.2 seconds is quite a lot. I don't yeah. think it was that consistent. But for every 1.2 second, there was uh, there like I I like took the 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 swears yeah. and divided it by like the amount of time. <laughs> it was pretty intense. So what I had decided was next time we have Kenny on, it'll just get posted. It'll just get posted yep. and we just say put a disclaimer and we just tell them that it's unedited because we can't just put out an hour-long uh podcast episode of kenny's sailor mouth with just but yeah. all just beeps yeah so <laughs> we, we can do it with kenny's sailor mouth but it the the elderly won't like it too much but i'm sure the people in belgium would go oh, crazy yeah. for that yeah it's crazy though because we say uh, like we roll I, them, by the way or? yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay okay i think it was like we have i think at least 30 consecutive listeners in really? belgium Oh it's yeah, it's not. so weird. I, <laughs> I don't like, know why. <laughs> a, a good thirty-five to forty percent. Are you serious? Of our listeners are in Belgium. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> and only like five to ten percent of our listeners are in Rhode Island. Yeah. It's really. Nuts. Yeah, we got a couple in Russia, but I think that's Putin. That's because we say Putin. Yeah. And then so we get one little blip dude, in the middle of Moscow. It's actually nuts. What was it like? It was within our first ten episodes. Yeah. I think. We had. And that was when the invasion had, was going on too. We had covered right? yeah. that yeah. briefly. And on that episode, on the the, the chart yep. where we see everything, there was just one one singular blip per, in Russia. Moscow. Yeah, <laughs> in the right middle in the of center. Moscow. Right in the capital, right where Putin's at. You know, so, it's funny because um, some of the guys and I, we collect uh, surplus and stuff like that for the Airsoft. Um, and I ended up getting a package from Russia, in got from Russia to, the, to Rhode Island in five days it was just nukes it, yeah exactly you can't but, even get a package from california to rhode island oh i know five five days. Days. <laughs> no <laughs> my uh uh what's it called you know it's funny because um in the uh the airsoft event that kenny and i went to mm -hmm. uh part of the objective was real uranium and people were making jokes about licking the rock 
recently and oh stuff my God. like that. It was legitimately was uranium? Was it actually uranium? It was actual uranium. You guys all have cancer. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. How the hell did you get your hands on uranium? Or not, um, like, well, I didn't touch it, but the yeah. problem is the head ref is touching it, so, I mean, he's yeah, dude. He's dead. Like, <laughs> Was he, like, wearing anything? Like a suit? He had to have been wearing gloves at the least. I think he was wearing gloves, but it's like one of those little tiny uranium rocks, but that's besides the point. Cause yeah. Well, it's, not, yeah. <laughs> it's not like the... What's that from the Avengers? The blue cube. Uh, oh, uh, the Tesseract. Yeah, it's not like yeah. a Tesseract-sized oh, piece yeah, of he's, like, he's holding it with, like, the metal pliers. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, as soon as you put your phone on it, you just get, like, lively quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's but, wild, though. Yeah. Jesus. So uh, we started out with the event. Kenny showed up to my house at uh, around 12 p.m. Yep. on uh, Friday. Um uh, basically what happened was we got everything packed. We go to the surplus store and we head to uh, the event now the event was pretty good We uh, stayed up the entire uh, we stayed up the entire night and uh, part of the uh, thing that we were doing was um, uh, We were shooting like parts from the movie that uh, that I'm working on right now Yep. and uh, so pretty much what happened was we show up there <clears throat> and you know, it's a nice peaceful night It's quiet. We wake up the next morning We go to get coffee. We're hungover, right? <laughs> and then basically Wait, you we, were drinking at the airsoft event? Yeah. Dude, you didn't what see if you the get, videos? What if you get run up on? See, that's the thing. It's at nighttime, and we were doing it like far away. At one point, the uh, the guys and I just got stoned at the car. But, that, what, but what if you get run up on? Dude, see, that's the thing. Now he, you're, you're bazooka and you're just trying to like <laughs> shoot straight, and you get a pellet between the eyes. You're I like, what it, the <laughs> Reminds me of this meme that I saw where it was like, my my dad's drug talk was when he was in Vietnam and two guys from his platoon went went beyond the wire and smoked weed mm-hmm. and the Vietnamese snuck up on them cut off their <laughs> slit their throat and I was yeah. like oh my god and now yeah, when I'm in Cave Creek I just look out for Viet Cong when I you gotta look out <laughs> for Viet Cong dude that could have happened to you oh, oh, I, I know dude. passed out on that chair oh, on the campfire dude. yeah literally <laughs> that's why but so, I texted Chris. Um, the day we hung out, yeah, because I want to like make sure he was coming still. And I texted him, and I he texted me back, "Hey man, I'm f-ing hammered." Oh yeah, that was uh, <laughs> it was like ten thirty at night. So no, I'm not sure if that was that Friday shooting night. Blind. Or... I think it was Friday. Uh, yeah. All right, so yeah, we were uh, we were pretty inebriated. He's just killing deer by accident <laughs> with airsoft bullets somehow. See, it's funny too because we're all nervous as. You got to worry about other airsoft players coming up. On oh you. yeah! And then you got to worry about the wildlife that's in the woods because this is in the middle of New Hampshire, right in the mountains. Yeah. Um. So we're hearing coyotes like a mile away, and it sounds like at, at one point it was so loud it woke me up, and it sounded like there was at least twenty or thirty of them, and I was like, oh my god! And so, then you were like, I'm gonna get drunk and <laughs> beat up. I'm gonna beat it out of thirty oh, yeah. coyotes. And God forbid I tell Kenny, Kenny would know. <laughs> yeah. But um, so I end up going back to the tent because I was like that if i'm gonna die kenny's gonna die with me so yeah, how does right? the like in the events how do the like life uh, uh the life system yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so like much, you get shot are you out like immediately or? uh no so you have to wait for medic and then uh you wait 10 minutes that's your bleed out and once okay. you bleed out you have to wait for the rest of your squad to be killed and you guys do something called redcon which is head back to the uh central uh slob four point which is like eastern European countries, Russia, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And then we were fighting coalition, which is like the U.S., uh, Britain, stuff like that. And then there was a faction called the Bavarians, which were pretty much this ragtag militia group. And their their uniforms looked fire. There like, you go. It, like, it was pretty good. So you guys were the Russians. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Christoph. Christoph. <laughs> Dude, Christoph and Kenneth. <laughs> Kenneth. So what is it? Just it's an honor system. You get shot, yeah. you gotta go down. Because it's not like but paintball. Course, but of course you get those people who yeah. aren't gonna yeah. call it. But that's hits. the thing, it's like with paintball, it's very like Oh yeah, you it's know black when, and white. Yeah, you know when you're hit. And yeah. then when you get shot, the uh the paint shows up too. Exactly. That's the um, thing. Like yeah, nobody so you, else can be like you didn't get you. You got hit, and you're like, I didn't. I didn't yeah, get hit exactly. at all. Exactly. Like, but you can do that very easily. Yes, in this. of course. Um, so we wake up Saturday morning, and uh, we go to get coffee. And when we pull out of the lot, we see this kid. Now we had warned Kenny about this kid previously. I'm not going to mention his name. Um, <laughs> That's but, a smart move. Yeah, but we had. Um, <laughs> we don't care about that. <laughs> we, we mention names once a week. <laughs> <laughs> but so. Um, we end up going to our Kenny. Now, I had told Kenny a little bit about this kid, but he didn't know who he looked like. Okay. So pretty much what happened was we go to get signed up. We have our coffee, and Kenny hears this kid's voice for the first time. And Kenny is like, who the f*** is that? That's such a Kenny thing to say. And, that uh, is a Kenny thing to say. And I was like, oh, Kenny, you know, that's the uh, that's the kid that, you know, we uh, have the fortune of sharing the airsoft field with. And he was like, he's annoying as f***. so is he is is he on your no so he so so he's tried pretty much you know he's tried to get into the group that we're in but the funny thing was when i was at tales in new hampshire which was the post-apocalyptic event that we were at um he was heavily talking crap about my team Mm -hmm. um and and to me and i just told him i was like you know i'm not sure who you think i am but these guys are my best friends you can't be talking about them like that oh i'm your best friend yeah let's get that right yeah yeah, Yeah. of course joey's my (laughs) joey comes first (laughs) these guys are your airsoft best friends. oh yeah so put put that down yeah into perspective (laughs) but so and i told kenny count how many seconds it takes for you to get annoyed of this kid and, um, Kenny gets annoyed very easily. Though. <laughs> like, I think this is why me and Kenny get along very. It was well. literally 0.1 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Because he, the first thing he said was he, the kid opens his mouth and Kenny's like, "Who the f- is that?" Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I hate this kid. I can imagine Kenny saying this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear it in all in his voice. We show up to um, to the battlefield, and we have our whole squad set up, stuff like that. I'm filming the movie and stuff like that, and we have this uh, goal to hunt him mm-hmm. because you know that's so funny oh i know we had like a thing we were constantly telling the funny thing was we never got the chance because yeah. towards the end of the battle he gets pretty much medevaced out like legit yeah. like l- legit real world event and oh my god the funny thing was he hurt his <laughs> knee but the funny thing was the week before i had slammed my knee on a jagged rock so i had hurt my knee oh yeah. my god and basically i actually have footage of him being carted out <laughs> by the atv and it's kind of like the ending part of the movie. ATV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got ATVs in here. Oh, yeah. Tanks. Shoot, just shoot oh, airsoft yeah. bullets. The funny thing is the field has like, it's one of the best fields in my opinion because it's not like your typical airsoft field where it's like, you know, a bunch of wooden buildings and stuff like that. This is in the middle of the mountains and they actually yeah. have tra- a trailer park. Um, they have a whole town. Uh, they have a m- mountain that you can fight on. Uh, they have an artillery center that's on a hill. You ever fight on the mountain? Oh yeah, that's it, so cool. It's a hike. It's and, a mountain, and, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, How long have you spent? A, a yeah. The funny thing was, Kenny was hiking up the mountain, and um, so pretty much uh, one of our squad leaders uh, tells us, you know, hey, we have to go and climb this mountain. Kenny had forgotten his water bottle or dropped it somewhere 
on the battlefield. So oh, he's like, Jesus. all right, so I have to it's go back and Kenny get it. Thing to do. And the guy was all like, no, we're going to Summit. So Kenny hikes up this thing with no water. So he's already pissed off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dies of dehydration, dude. And then we get to the top. There's no enemies up there. And then we get the command to go back down to Bastion, where, where we had been staying at the majority of the game. And all you can hear is Kenny audibly <laughs> groan. And he's all like, oh, my God, I hate this. This is miserable. <laughs> so who who's commanding you? So our original squad lead was uh, out because his um, battery died. So we had this uh, this guy. He was actually a really nice guy and really cool. But um, I, just the commands coming up from the HQ because there's a whole like system and stuff like that. But when the commands had come up, it was just bogus, you know. Are they like out with you? No, like in the field. No, so they stay okay. in their uh, camp. So pretty much, and some of these guys don't know the field. Uh, we do, um, and pretty much uh, it was just, you know, uh, chaos. We won. Um, which was really good. That's hell yeah. Um, because they ended up just losing so much morale. But the funny thing was, when this kid had been medevaced out, he had gotten medevaced at the summer event we went to, Cal Faction, and he was a heat casualty. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, he was on our team, and he was, you know, he was just too aggressive, like very uh, aggressive. This kid comes in- inside of our camp and shoots us, which is fine. That's the point of the milsim, and he tries to tackle him which you can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all just yelling at him. And um, at this point, I mean, I've definitely calmed down um, a little bit, but I lost my cool with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because in... You pistol with him. Oh, my God. And he that's keeps, the thing. Like, how do you... In that situation, like, if I'm the dude that's getting tackled, the my first thing is, but dude, I have a gun in my hand. Yeah. Literally, I, I have a loaded pellet gun, and it's going straight at you. Yeah. Like... Yeah. like <laughs> But, um, yeah, and he ended up going home because of a stomach ache, which, um, which, I, which was the excuse that I used to pull when I was in school when I didn't want to go to class. <laughs> I know, that's or something. such a Oh, I know. Like, <laughs> and it's funny because we were at Tales of New Hampshire, and he was like, oh, you know, I had to fall in with your group. The funny thing was he was in the DMs of my buddy, and he was all like, you know, um, I want to fall in with you guys, but Tales of New Hampshire, he tells me. So now he thinks that I don't know anything, but mm-hmm. the f- and he was all like, oh, you know, I had to fall in with your group, like kind of like begrudgingly, you know. And um, one of my buddies, Jose, was like, weren't you a heat casualty? And he was all like, no, I went home because of a stomach ache, and we just looked at each other, and we're like, yeah. It's like not better by any means. No. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what, what does that mean? Like heat casualty. Like so, uh, the Cal faction event that we did was in August. Okay, it was hot. It was like ninety degrees. Oh, okay. So, so one of the main things you have to do to is heat. yeah, <laughs> you have to it's carry so thirty two ounces of water. Yeah. And the kid um says not you know, Kenny, I guess. <laughs> no, he carried. It, he just forgot. It. <laughs> he dropped the thirty two ounces of water. But so he ends up um like. I see this kid coming back, and I hadn't seen him for a couple hours, mm-hmm. and he's beat red. And just dying he's all like, I've been drinking two gallons of water, which is not true. If you drink two gallons two of water. Two gallons is a lot of water. Two gallons, you drown yourself. Yeah. I like, dr- I, like, I drink a lot of water. I don't even think I've sniffed two gallons oh, of water. Oh, no. Ever. <laughs> like, God, no, because I, cause I, I also drink water, too, but two gallons is like. That's I, so much ne- water. I will never come close to that. No. It's not that much. 
two gallons yeah. in like a short period of time. Oh, in a short period yeah. of time, yeah. Because yeah. like, this is like within a couple of hours, yeah. like six yeah. hours. Like that's not a lot. Yeah, that's it's a like, lot. Cool as hell. Yeah, like but. like this guy was saying, you know, I drank two gallons of water, and we we're like, no, you didn't. Because <laughs> he drank really? it with Badlands chugs, dude. Yeah, two <laughs> gallons, dude. Badlands is the only guy that could get oh away with that because he's got such a big throat for water. Oh, I know. He's like a camel, bro. He just stores it places. It's funny because Badland chugs was on this. uh I think it was part of the hot dog e- eating contest in uh, what was it July? Yeah, the one recently. And yeah, he did and quite well. Yeah, I, I think he won first place for the chugging competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which is murder the chugging. Oh competition. yeah, but that's you know, it's what Badlands does baby. I see him like ingest these foreign drinks into his system, and I, I think to myself, you know, that's gotta hurt, right? Like, especially if it's cold. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially knowing how like carbonated this uh, Coke is in front yeah. of me. Like drinking a like a literal like alcohol boot that they serve at the bars, and it's full that of like Baja Blast. Yeah. I, I know, and, and it's the, like the thing is though is like he's clearly trained himself to the, mm. by this point to not really feel that, like. And there comes a point where it's like you're not drinking it. You're yeah. just forcing it down yeah. your oh, throat. Oh, yeah. He's opening up his throat. As so it's, as it it, it's all just <laughs> pouring in like the same way you pour water out of a bottle yeah. into your sink. Yeah. So it's like I can't imagine he really gets affected by it too much. Oh, no. Because he has no time to process it because it's already <laughs> through him. Yeah. The funny thing is when he ends these chugs, he burps so loud. <laughs> and, and he'll like stare at the camera and be like... Bleh. Like that, I think that arguably must be more like I f- painful I feel like, than a. I feel like it hurts. Like that's yeah. more painful than like drinking. I definitely that feel like that sure. is that yeah. is painful. Like there's so much power. He's got so much power behind that punch. Yeah. Like it's nuts. He is like he's definitely like entertainment. He he's is, the best. Yeah, he's he, the peak he, of he really peak is. Of society. Um, what's it called? But I mean, we the, should. The fact that Badlands is still alive is actually kind of nuts. Yeah, that shocked me too. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is a big guy. He's been around for decades. Are you serious? He's He's old. At least fifteen years. He's been doing. Really? So he's got to be like in his forties or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. At least about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look at Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut's like fifty something. Yeah. Really? I think so. I think he's up there in age, and he just won another hot dog eating competition. There's this guy that. Um, used to go to libraries and down an entire thing of Fireball whiskey, and then I could do that. And they <laughs> and then get so drunk. His name was Shoe Nice, and this guy would just take. Oh, I've heard of Shoe Nice. Yeah, yeah. Shoe Nice, and this guy would just take bottles of lethal amounts of alcohol, yeah. chug it down. And there was this video where he was chugging it down inside a public library. Right? That's actually <laughs> so funny. <laughs> and he ends up and he drinks it all, and you can tell he's like instantly. Faced. Oh yeah, yeah. And, that's so much. And he's like, "I'm gonna take this alcohol. We're gonna go to the bathroom and fall asleep." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god! Like, <laughs> how do you walk out of a library? Like, I have to imagine. Like, after that point, you're blacked out. How do you walk into a library and think this is something? Yeah, I'm this going is to do? this is a good <laughs> like, idea. <laughs> that's, some, that's some good content. Oh yeah, it's great content. But we should intro. Oh, we haven't intro yet. Before we do that, I would like to say, have you guys seen, speaking of all this eating, have you guys seen the guy in Philly that's eating, that's eating like the 40, 40 rotisserie, rotisserie chickens, chickens yeah. See, I consecutively? Saw a, I saw a bunch of that on Twitter. Um, and so cool. It was, that takes con- it's commitment. Dope. Like to eat, like I could eat a whole rotisserie chicken one time. Oh, definitely. But yeah, 40 like, times? Four in a row. Every day for the past 40 days, he's God eating a rotisserie chicken. I could not do that. 
I don't think so at all. No, me neither. I think after like 15, I'd be like, I can't eat rotisserie chicken anymore. There was this guy on YouTube that for like three months straight, um, he was playing uh, PUBG. Yep. Yeah. And he was like, he made this bet with like his chat that like he wouldn't eat, uh, he wouldn't eat anything but chicken, like a chicken dinner. Yep. Yeah. And he had to like, like win in PUBG every day to be able to eat. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, and he would like do, he would get on, he would stream, he would win, and then he would be able to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and it was for like 3 months straight, dude. <laughs> I imagine that part like that's primarily like exaggerated. Hmm. Cuz like there's no way that for 3 months straight all you're eating is chicken dinner. That would ruin it for me and I love chicken. I don't but like I don't think that any sole person in this universe could has the willpower to be able to do that mm. and only eat that. Eat to eat maybe like once, twice a day. Yeah. And have it be only chicken dinner for three months. There's no, he had to have been eating more. Hmm. And then the chicken dinner must have been not even chicken dinner. Yeah. yeah. It had to be fake. Pork could look a lot like chicken. Yeah. Things of that nature. Yeah, of course. Turkey. Just to like spice things up. Yeah, like because that that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's a big chicken. A lot of people are saying that this this Philly rotisserie chicken guy is like the only good thing to come out of Philly in years. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean Nick Foles won them the Super Bowl because they just lost in the World Series. Really? Yeah. The video now, um, one of the uh, the MVPs uh, was actually a guy from Rhode Island. Um, yeah. And uh, yep. Basically, but coming out of Philly, the only videos that I see coming out of Philly are crackheads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've been fun- to Philly a multitude of times, oh, and God. all it is is crackheads. Yeah. What was the MVP's name? I don't remember his name. I don't yeah, remember I, it either. I was talking uh, with Sid about it the other night. Mm. But, yeah, you, you you know, went to school here, all that jazz. Yep. Just... He's on the Astros or he's... I, I, yeah, I think he was on the Astros. I might know who he is. Mm. Maybe. Look it up. It might be um, Ben. Yeah, let me look it up. It might be Ben Sears because he just got uh, he got drafted to the Astros at the beginning of the really? year. Really? Yeah, but to have a, a first, like a... Uh, an early draft pick like this, and then already be MVP's kind of nuts. Was on, that's uh, the case. In, was on Instagram. Um, Let's see. Uh, but yeah. Also, Philly. <laughs> the last time I used my laptop, I looked up squirrel exit velocity. Oh, God. <laughs> you didn't hear that episode. Only the Patreon listeners. Yeah, only the Patreon heard Oh, really? Episode. So, yeah, because it was, I guess there was like a whole 30 minute bit in there where it was just too much for streaming platforms. Um,. <laughs> It's too much for streaming yeah, platforms. Yeah, so Joey just didn't upload it, but which I commend him. And uh, basically, I had brought up to him that what was it? Oh, that squirrels yep. could fall from extreme heights and not die. Yep. And he didn't believe me, mm-hmm. so I went on this search to find out, yep. the tr- like the facts behind it, because I heard it. I heard the facts. I can't yeah. remember them. But yeah, it was something about how like. The the like built-in exit velocity on a squirrel is yep. not high enough to be able to kill it upon landing. Like you could throw a squirrel out of an airplane, and it wouldn't die by impact. Are it, you serious? It arguably die by lack of oxygen yeah, of because course. of that high. But it could fall all the way down and, and not hit be the hurt. ground and not die. Really? It might be hurt, but it won't die. Yeah. Like Empire State, done, and he would be alive. Yeah, of squirrels, course. nuts. Yeah. I really forget how tall that building is, too. It's very big. Yeah. It's very big. I was just watching this uh, YouTube video about a guy who throws a penny out of an airplane, and it was at the same height of the Empire State Building, so it was kind of like the test of, you know, if I throw this off, would it actually go through the ground? And it went down like a bullet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, it was insane. 
Like if that was to hit, yeah, somebody. it goes through the pavement. Yeah, yeah. And it was like if that was to hit somebody, God bless him. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I saw that. I thought it was pretty cool. What's the episode number? This week, five, thirty-four. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Last week was thirty-three. Was last week thirty-three? Or last week was thirty-four. Hmm. I don't know. But it technically wasn't on Spotify. You can't look it up, Chris. Oh, really? It's only on the Patreon. Oh. You can look up to see what the last one uploaded was and then just add the one. So the last one on here was 33. So that means last week was 34. So that means this week's 35. Okay. Or this week is 34 because last week was only on Patreon. Mm. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Nah, we're going to call it 35. Yeah. All right. If you guys want to hear. So, okay. Before we intro this, I would like to say Jeremy Pena was the MVP. Okay. He was not raised in Rhode Island. Really? He was born in the Dominican Republic. Ah, okay. However, there is a player on the Astros that did quite well in the World Series that did come from Rhode Island. Yep. And the rest of this podcast, I will be trying to figure out who it is. Okay. Um, however. Let me know if it's Ben Sears. I'm just going to look up Ben Sears. Mm. Hold on. Now, where was he from? Here, mm. East Providence. I went to middle school with him. Oh, no. I mean... Oh, he's not even on... He's not even on the Astros active roster. Hmm. He's on the Kansas City Royals. Ah, uh, It is the Royals. He wasn't drafted to the Astros at all. Yeah. Oh, really? It was the Royals. No, he was drafted, <laughs> yeah, it was the he was drafted to the Royals <laughs> in the 14th round. So he's not particularly a stud, but he made it to the MLB. Yeah, so exactly. Fair play. Um, I'm sure the paychecks are pretty good, too. So Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're pretty decent, I imagine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. They were like starting those things. Like, even if you're not really a good player, I think the starting is like oh. $1 million or something like that, which is insane amount of money. Big bucks. Big bucks. Let's get oh, into baseball, Chris. It was it was Jeremy Pena. Okay, it was him. He was born in the Dominican. He went to UMaine. However, he did glass uh, graduate from classical. Oh yeah. So that, it was Jeremy Pena. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen classical and I've heard so many good things about that school. Dude, f- classical. I've the, heard awful things about really? that school. Really, classical only. sucks. Yeah. The re- the thing is, like, you go there and it is in the middle of South Providence. It's very yeah. It's not a great place no. to be. And I went to school in South Providence, right down the street from classical, actually. Really? And you know, it's funny for a school. I went in, to school with them. For a school. Oh, is this in, the Met? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, the Met. We love the Met. We love the Met. Uh, but um, pretty much uh, the, the weird thing was we were in that school and it was in the middle of a really crappy like place and I never saw like something bad happen I saw my principal carry a girl one time by uh, the shoulder because she was fighting and she kept on continuing to fight even when they, uh, they grabbed her and took her off but one thing that I would like to mention about the Met was the bodega <laughs> that was um... <laughs> we I think uh, I think I've told Dom about this where um, the uh, what the hell is it called? The tab. Yeah. The, oh my God. The, the four tab. year long. Tab yeah. Let at me that um. Bodega. Let me run you down about the tab. <laughs> so I was in um. It was my freshman year of high school, and I didn't have like seventy five cents to pay for a soda. So I was like, all right. And I. Had s- oh, I have heard the tab. Yeah. This and is I had great. seen somebody previously, who had uh, got it, who had gotten a uh, sandwich, and didn't pay for it, and just said, I'll put it. On my tab, so I get the bright idea. 
And I'm like, all right, let's see how far I can stretch this. Over the course of four years, I was paying this guy back. And, the, and some of that stuff got expensive. One guy managed to go in, get a scooter that was for sale, like one of those little mopeds, <laughs> and put that on his tab. So God knows if he paid that back or not, but I was pretty good about paying mine. And then towards the end of the year, people were like, Chris, did you pay off your tab? Because I would leave for the summer, wouldn't pay the tab, so I wouldn't show up for like two or three months. And I, I'd come back and I'd be like, yeah, can you put this right on my tab? And he never told me no. It got to the point where we were going in there and saying, yeah, put it on Chris's Yeah, tab. literally. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'd have people come in, like my classmates and the girls, and and in hindsight, I mean, my friends is cool, but then you'd have random people just going, like, let me put this on Chris's tab. And I'm like, oh, my God. So by the end, I finally got them all paid off, yeah. uh, which is really good because Kenny, because I was talking to Kenny at the Millsim and he was like, did you ever pay that guy off? And I was like, yeah, I did. He was like, yeah. oh, we thought you didn't. Because me and Kenny were talking <laughs> yeah. a few days ago and we were like, I think Chris left the, the yeah, left school and, without paying that four year oh, I know. tab. How much was the tab? Um, so it would vary. I think the highest it was at was like 70 bucks. So how, if you had to estimate. Oh, if I had to add up. What do you ooh. think it would be? Because I was, in total what you paid to this guy. Because I was doing a Red Bull every single day plus snacks and stuff like that. And like we would get the sandwich oh, occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the Cubanos, dude. The Cubanos. Those so were excellent. But I, it I'd had have to, to be say, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. I'd say around like three, three, four. I think in the four years, you probably hit a little over a grand. Yeah, probably. And that's Whoa. over. Yeah, I know. But the good news is he, he was paid back. I, I think the last thing that I paid him was like 50 bucks. But, um, wow, yeah, so that nuts. definitely kind of came in clutch during high school, you know, yeah. having no money. And I would like, I would have money. My mom was like, where's all, all this money going? I'm like, I'm paying back that guy because I'm back with money. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild, dude. See, it's, it's just funny because usually you have to put a card down to oh, start yeah, a tab. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just took Like they do at bars, but I would just like walk in and out with stuff every single day. I have so many stories from the Met. Oof. What a lovely place the Met is. The Met was fun. The Met was fun. It had its moments. Oh, definitely. Like the pick-me-ups every single morning. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the pick-me-ups. <laughs> I remember, oh my God, what was the, some of them would be good. Like there was a few good ones, but there was also some real cringe ones. So uh, There was the one where we had to make uh, do you remember the, the fashion costumes for oh, yeah. our teachers out of trash. That was fun. Do you remember when I said ass on the uh, microphone in front of the whole school and it gets dead quiet and <laughs> and uh, my principal ass. was like, ass. Chris, go to my office right now. <laughs> and I go there and then, um, what's it called? I leave and uh, Tyrell says, um, he's like, Chris, say anything you want on that mic. Anything you say will be savage. <laughs> so, so, and this was during the time of vowel speeches and stuff like that. So I was on the... Um, it was funny because I was on the microphone. And I was like testing, testing one, two testicles, and Aylin was in the next room, and uh, he comes in. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Like, <laughs> like you know that feeling like your chest gets real hot." Like, well, because Aylin <laughs> was the Black Incredible Hulk dude. Yes, <laughs> that huge. guy. That guy was built. Wayne, like, if you will. <laughs> he. Um, he went uh, for Halloween once as Maui. Really? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah he showed up to school Moana, like that. And he just looked like Maui. Oh, I know. <laughs> he was wild. Like, Built, dude. That is one of the biggest men I've ever seen. The fact that someone could just look like The Rock is crazy. I know. He would go into his <laughs> office and he would have like 
stacks of like pro uh protein powder yeah and, like pre-workout oh, just yeah. like all over his office just tubs i feel like he just downs a like, half a cup of pre-workout just to come into school and deal Dude. with all of us at that he time was so big i know that's wild um going back on uh stories from the met um let's see I'm trying to think of a good one here you have an intro we should intro mm. i'll intro <clears throat> well guys you've already heard probably what 20 minutes 32 32 Halfway, Damn. roughly. <laughs> so, if you guys don't already know, we have a guest today. His name is Chris. Hey, how are you? This is Chris. He's a good friend of Joey's. Known him forever. I've met him once, but I love this kid to death. Absolutely. Great Likewise. Guy. Very cool. Very articulate in the way he speaks, and we're very happy to have him on today. Absolutely. Happy to um, be here. You've got that ASMR voice, Chris. Oh, I know. He's, he's, got, <laughs> he's got really good mic discipline. Yeah. Like, he's, he's right up in there. He's not super loud. Yeah. He's not super quiet. He's really, you know, you can tell he's a professional. Oh, yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to like episode. Tingles. Hey, man. Huh? I'm talking. Oh, I'm sorry. Welcome to episode 35 of the 3M in the Party podcast, uh, presented to you by The Basement. Woo! Um, we are going to say this officially now. Last episode was not on streaming platforms. I know some of you were upset. If you're upset, hit the Patreon. It was a Patreon-only episode. We didn't expect it to be, but that's just the way it turned out. Uh, a lot of the stuff that was on there could not be included, uh, you know, on Apple Music and Spotify. So, basically, it's Patreon-only. Hold on, we're taking a picture. Yeah. I can't talk and do the picture at the same time because I'm an incel. <laughs> Epic. Um, it's so, so yeah. bad. <laughs> It'll be, uh, oh, I know that. <laughs> is it very bad? No, it's, it, it'll go on the Instagram. Yeah, of course. Oh, Joey's trying. Sorry, guys, for this really bad podcasting. There we go. Wait, one more. One more. Whoa. That will be the one we post. There we go. Um, that's a good one. Cool. So, yeah, if you guys want episode 34, you hit the Patreon. Uh, if you do hit the Patreon, a dollar, $10, I don't know, with $25 and then 100 bucks, pick one. Um, it's not that. I, I, whatever it is. <laughs> You'll a, see it when you sign up, and it's all the same stuff, except for like $100, I think you end up getting profit that we make. Oh, wow. So if you want to spend $100, <laughs> you get some profit. Um, get a little cut of the... Which is nuts, actually. I forgot we did that. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually really funny. <laughs> I had said, when we were setting it up, I was like, let's do a $100 version. And he was like, okay. And I was like, look at all the, the things that you yeah. can put on there. And we one of them was like, you can, get, you can get like profit margins from the show. Really? So how much do you guys make per show? Or? Nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... So I was get, like, well, let's put it in there. If somebody's stupid enough to spend $100, yeah. what we end up do making, which we probably make, honestly, probably like 15 bucks a month. All right. So, like, if you spend $100, you lose $100 a month. Yep. However, you, you do then get gain like, like $4. Like, yeah, five or six bucks. So, <laughs> which we're going to have to take off eventually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't want them to have my money. No, no, it's, literally. If they're gonna give us a hundred dollars a month, sure, go no, nuts. At least you, you can do a swing fight. This is my money. <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna keep it there. Yeah. So a dollar will get you access to the Patreon, all unedited, uncensored content from the boys. 
Uh, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get included on these episodes that will be on the Patreon. So, please do us a huge favor. Hit the Patreon at patreon.com slash 3amparty and subscribe for as low as just $1 a month. That's literally free. But if you could do the 100, Patreon. we'd love that. We would love that. <laughs> nice, Chris. Yeah. So, <laughs> a buck a month, 10 bucks a month, $100 a month. Do whatever you want. I also think you can just do open donation. Like, you can just pick an amount of money that you want and do that. So, hit the Patreon for episode 34. Today, we are coming at you with episode 35, and it's a doozy. We're happy to have Chris here. Absolutely. We briefly covered his uh, airsoft tournament he went on, the 24-hour whatever the f**k, uh, with Kenny. That's cool. We're going to get into some other stuff. God knows what. We're going to have a great episode. So, thanks for tuning in, and uh, stick with us. It's going to be a banger. So, let's get back into MetLife stories. Oh, God. All right. Um, so, I started my uh, my Met career in 2014. Okay. Hey, don't say it like that. Oh, I know. It's not a job. No, it's not a job. <laughs> I um, hated that they had us say that. Oh, I know. I started you my... You had to say that? That was a real thing you it had was, to say? We yeah. had to say it was our Met career. Oh, oh, I thought he was just trying to be like, you know... No, that's what no, we had no, to say. No, that's what we had to say. Wow, that's nuts. One of the... Uh, I still remember this story. Now, this was when... Everyone was given Chromebooks. Okay. Now, trusting a bunch of 16, 15-year-olds with Chromebooks is the last thing you want to do. <laughs> so true. there was this kid, right? And he was from a different building. Uh, he was part of our uh, military regiment because we did the Civil War. Um, but pretty much what he ended up doing was he ended up watching porn yeah. on his school computer. Figured. And yeah. he gets caught because I guess like the IT guys have nothing better to do than go through some <laughs> porn search history. Um, but they end up finding him. They make him apologize in front of the whole school. I do remember that. Why? Yes. They, yeah. they make him apologize in front of the whole school building. About porn and on his computer. The whole school didn't know. So embarrassing. Dude. And this was, I think, I forget which building it was in. It wasn't in Unity. Which I think was it was Equality. Yeah. And he ended up having to apologize in front of the whole school. If that was me, I'd be like, you can kick me out of this school before you ever yeah. get me to. Well, there was a kid in our building that was giving their exhibition. Yeah. Which is like, we had to do like a oh God. broad, like a... It was pretty much a showcase of yeah, what like we had done. Yeah, like a presentation of like what we did for yeah. the quarter oh, I in front of like a bunch of people. In an extent for certain classes. Um, <clears throat> and uh, he had on a tab while he was doing his exhibition, Pornhub, <laughs> just on the tab, like on one of the tabs, yeah. like just open. Oh my God. And like he didn't click to it or anything. But it was there. But it was and noticeable. Like his heart dropped while he's, he was giving That's the like, exhibition. That is like one of the worst things that could ever happen yeah. to somebody. You can't really click out of it either because and, your mouse moving over that X yeah. draws yeah. so much attention yeah. to just, it. He's just waiting like because no one says anything. Yeah. So he's like, all right, we're fine. Like no one noticed or whatever. Oh he like, goes on with the exhibition. And then they do like a feedback part at the end where like people raise their hands, ask questions. Oh, yeah. Of course, somebody saw it. Someone raised their hand and was like, what was that? Uh. On your uh, on your Chrome. Humming, 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 humming. What's that tab that that's open? Oh my god! So like, the principal made him like open up the yeah, Google, oh. <laughs> open up Google, go to the tab. Oh. If I if I ever had to get up and apologize, or if I was told to get up and apologize to my entire building that I'm with for another three or four years, I'd say kick me from the school. Yeah, because I'd rather get expelled. I would rather get expelled. My thing is, like, why make him apologize? Yeah. Like, he didn't I do anything like, to the other students. No, and you have to think about it. That's a normal thing to do yeah. at a person's age. Um, but 
getting I mean, up. not on the school Chromebook. No, God, fair. no. But it's also, they give it to you, it's technically, in a sense, your Chromebook as well. Yeah. But, like, um, when I, I had to... When I was in high school, when I transitioned from middle school to high school, they made us all buy iPads. Mm. We had to buy iPads and then... So they weren't provided? No. Oof. And then on like orientation or whatever, yep. we had to download a software that allowed them to be able to like see what you were doing on your iPad. Oh, jeez. But like after like three weeks, I just uninstalled the software <laughs> and like... <laughs> nobody said anything to yeah. me. Like, cause like, obviously they weren't monitoring it. Yeah. It was basically like, if something happens, yeah. we have this to be able to look back on. Oh, of course. But like, nobody, nobody cared. Yeah. But it's also like, I wasn't watching porn on my iPad. Yeah. The, so like, but I can only imagine like, it's so disheartening to get up in front of the class that you're with for another three or four years, and you know your reputation's ruined after like done that. for. Well, honestly, ruined. I mean, but if the thing you is, had... it doesn't have to be ruined. Yeah, you could make a big joke at. Yeah, like... but this kid really wasn't popular and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, so you could use just... that as your strength. So, like, I... if I if I was to go up there and do that, yep. like with the stature that I had in school, it'd be nothing. Cause I just be like, hey guys, watching porn like the rest of us. <laughs> And for some reason, I'm up here telling you about yeah. it. Yeah. And that'd be it. Because you know he wasn't the only one. No. No. God, no. Like, if he was smart enough, he could have made that way better for himself yeah. Oh, than yeah. it had to be. But having to get up and apologize in, in front of the whole school. And It'd literally, you have, like, I forget how many kids were part of a classroom. Let's see, it was 15 uh, per class. And then you have a bunch of different classrooms. That's your entire building. And you know where it's going to get out about that. Yeah. Because... You know everybody. It's yeah. just like, it's crazy hypocritical too. Yeah. Because like our school was so liberal. Oh, yeah. So liberal. Oh, my And God. like our health classes, we like we would have a health class yep. like once a semester of, or whatever. And it would all it would be all about like, oh, like uh, don't yuck my yum. Yeah. Like if someone else has a fetish, don't make fun of them for having that yeah. fetish. This blah, guy's blah, blah. yum was just watching porn on his Exactly. Yeah. And they would say all the time about how normal it is to watch yeah, porn yeah. and all that. And then and you, like, watch you don't porn have on to be school. abstinent. And yeah. Really? And then you it watch. It was crazy. They and, they was... Were, and then they made this guy apologize. Yeah. yeah. In front of the whole school. Yeah. It's so hypocritical. I mean, I get it. It's like school property technically. Yeah, but, but they have to keep in mind you're ruining somebody's reputation with that. And especially if they're not popular yeah. And for already. a school that's like crazy. Oh, yeah. Like they're like bullying. Beliefs, yeah. yeah I know. That, that kid could have easily killed himself that night. Yeah. Like Obama. T like Obama, Obama mentioned us by name because yeah. he was so like impressed like, impressed yeah. with like our like uh structure and like if that was like one of those joey tansy and chris <laughs> I if i had ever gotten caught with that and let's say god forbid i had to apologize i would never come back to school no yeah. never no At i transfer point, yeah i transfer I you know it's funny because you you're mixing in these schools i'm not sure how big the met was i think it was like a thousand kids mm -hmm. but you're fitting a thousand different personalities into it's you have people coming from different parts of the state because it was it was its own school district. Yeah. yeah. So you're mixing all these people. You know, you had the you had your rednecks from, and I think you know what redneck I'm talking about. But um, we had our rednecks coming in. You from had like Hope and Coventry. Yeah, exactly. And then you had your uh, city people, hope like I was, like coming from Pawtucket and stuff like that, Providence, uh, Central Straight Falls, stuff like, Yeah. 
Yeah, and, from um, the mean streets. From the mean streets of Pawtucket near Slater Park. The nice part. Yeah, the nice part. We need to get that out of the way now. Yeah, but, you weren't in the mean streets of Pawtucket. No, but once it was pro- moving way in Slater Park, bro. <laughs> now, when I used to pick up Gianni from his neighborhood, it was funny because... That's uh, when you roll up your windows, lock yeah, the yeah, doors. Yeah, lock the doors. <laughs> and uh, pretty much what had happened was we were coming back from uh, Gianni, the antique mall. That's actually where the iconic picture of Kenny with that giant mallet. I love that yeah. picture. <laughs> so pretty much... <laughs> So we, That'll get posted on the Instagram. Oh, definitely. It has been posted. It'll get posted again. So we show up uh, to a Gianni's house, and Kenny's like, all right, Gianni, watch your door, because there's this car coming really fast. Gianni opens the oh car door. Oh, my God. And instantly, all I hear is a big crash. So I'm like, oh, my God. Now, my car never got damaged, but this guy's mirror flew straight off. But your car door was fine? Yeah. And we, and so I open, and this guy gets out of the car. Billows of smoke, a pot is just pouring out at this point. And I'm like, all right, so this is great. And so I'm pretty much like, all right, do you want to get insurance involved and stuff like that? He's like, no, 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 no. So I'm like, okay, my car is not damaged, so I could give. Um, but uh, what ends up happening is the guy goes, pulls to the house next door because I guess he lived lived down the street, and uh, Gianni's mom's in security footage. And I'm like, all right, this should be good just in case I need something to help my case. Now, she said that this would help me. The security footage did not show the accident at all. In fact, it showed like the back half of my car and it was nothing. I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? Because yeah, they got the ring camera. Yeah. So you guys were like right out of yeah. the, uh, the line of view. And that's that one sucks. thing that I've noticed too with a bunch of American households these days is that everyone has a ring camera. I have a ring camera. Yeah. So so you're thinking like these people that come and steal packages or do something weird, like no people imagine they're not on camera. Yeah. And that's with a lot of American households. The ring camera is actually very helpful. Um, yeah, and, my parents don't use it for that though. Yeah, my parents use it to see me come home drunk at like. Oh really? <laughs> my dad's like, yeah. oh look at my stupid son coming home drunk. Yeah. Your dad always used to be like, this kid would order Taco Bell yeah. at three a.m. And then I get the notification on my phone that somebody's at the house at 3 a.m. And, and there's just, just a Taco Bell bag. <laughs> I see this stupid kid walking outside to grab his Taco yeah. Bell at 3 a.m. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, dude. But, yeah. It's like um, when we were coming back from my buddies from the Milson, we ended up staying the night at my buddies in New Hampshire. And uh, we ended up getting really drunk. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen the footage. It was on Kenny's story. But uh, I got annihilated. That was wild. And I got annihilated. Um, but I woke up the next day, and I have never had a hangover that bad. And we were watching All Quiet on the Western Front, which is, uh, uh, we watched the 1979 version. I, I also watched the Netflix version. I saw was, you posted about it. Yeah, it, it was yeah. it was very good, and it was very powerful. It's actually probably, probably one of the most horrifying war movies that I've seen. Yeah. Because of just how real it seems. And uh, But basically what happened was I'm hungover and I'm waking up. I'm still kind of like under the influence a little bit. So I wake up and all I'm seeing is like this crazy scene where the horse, there's artillery barrages going on and there's these horses freaking out and it's so loud. I'm staring at it. I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> it was, yeah, dude, like it was crazy. And, and that was the first time Kenny had seen it. Kenny had, had, had watched the uh, 2022 version first. And um, he uh, pretty much said it was very gritty. And then I went home and watched it. It stuck with me. Yeah. You know? I saw what you posted. Um, like, I would Snapchat. recommend anybody yeah. check it out. I put it in my list. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. It's a very good movie. Um, Are you, uh, what's the word, cinephile? Not that much. But okay. No. 
Are you like more or less of, of a cinephile than Joey? I would say, I mean, the longest movie binge that I ever went on was the entire Marvel series. Yeah, but that's normal, yeah. I think. But like, do you like, will you watch a movie and be like, like dissect it and stuff like that? And um, I know you're some, into cinematography. Yeah, like, like I, I know whole. some people do, but I was taking a look at this movie and everything was just really well done. Um, the soundtrack was great. The atmosphere was visceral. Yeah. Like it was it actually made you feel like you're in the trenches in World War One, which is me and, me and my buddies looked at each other like during one part of the film. And we were like, this is one war I would never want to fight in mm. because it's just constant, brutal hand to hand combat. And then the the time inside the trenches, there's rats the size of small house cats. And then you have trench foot, trench foot, which it, it rained constantly. Yeah, there's one uh, and pretty much they had to like take their helmets in one scene and like dig the water out. And, and the water is like up to their waist. Yeah, like it, it's horrifying, really. But um, I could do it. <laughs> yeah. Joey's built well, different. That's not yeah. true. Sometimes watching anything with Joey can be frustrating. Yeah, because he, he at like a moment's notice, he'll be like. Uh, I don't know about that. And I'm like, what do you mean, dude? It looks so good. And he's like, well, I'm the thing, man. And yeah. the, the B camera could be thing. And I'm like, oh my God. Shut up. Dom man. was really inching for you to make fun of me with him. No, I wasn't really inching. I was just trying to figure out where I could play on that. Yeah. But it's, ugh. It's like, man, like, I don't care. If I enjoy it, I enjoy it. Yeah. I know. That, hey, man. If you enjoy something, you enjoy it. Also, you're a fraud. Why? Let's get that straight. Why? You're not like the end-all, be-all of cinephiles. I am. You're not. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the qu- modern-day Quentin Tarantino, baby. That's Tarantino. the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard you make. No. And I heard you last week say on the Patreon episode, Patreon.com, um, <laughs> that you have herpes. How's your herpes, dumbass? Actually, another one sprouted up. I, did, I just didn't want to bring it up. All right. But, so, Chris. Yeah. Here's what the case is. Yep. He doesn't have herpes, obviously. Yep. But he has a, a canker sore. Oh, okay. It's and like, that's all it is. Yeah. And another one came up because you didn't take care of the first one and then you just kept doing the stuff that made the first one happen. <laughs> so a second one happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's happened to me so many times. I eat yeah. one bag of salt and vinegar chips and my mouth's like, canker sore sitter. Canker sore city. But I just keep banging broads with HIV and that's my problem. <laughs> so false. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but um <laughs> so oh dumb, man. <laughs> so frustrating. I know you've been his friend for a while. Yeah. So I know you know. Oh, I've but heard, sometimes uh, it's so frustrating. I have heard his uh, friend. I went to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny because there was a story that sprouts from the Met. This yeah. was my junior year. Now I did not do this just as a disclaimer. But somebody had peed on the bathroom wall. I know who it was. Yeah. It was Joey. No. But uh, so pretty much what happened was um, we get a uh, we get a call like all of us like a complete mobilization to come to the main room, and so we're sitting. Oh there, my God! I do remember this. And and he's all and the principal gets up and he's all like, you know, um, we had this disturbing incident. Now disturbing, I wouldn't really put that in the. No, in it's the, just piss. It, it's just pee. <laughs> but so pretty much he's all like. Somebody was peeing all over. No, he said urinating. He said someone was urinating all over the bathroom floor and the wall. That's so funny. Um, so what ends up happening is he pretty much makes us all stay until somebody uh, fesses up to it. Nobody fesses up to it, so he lets us go after ten minutes because it's three o'clock. We got to go home, and I get pulled aside into uh, <laughs> into um, into my advisory, and Alan comes in, and uh, he's all like. 
we received word that uh, from multiple students that you were that you were seen walking out of the bathroom during the time that it was founded. And I look at him and I'm all like, oh my god. Number one, no, I have trigger discipline with my urination, but it. But I'm just looking at him like, out of all the things to happen, I want to go home, man. And now I'm stuck after school because people are think I'm peeing on walls. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, that's wild. It was. Are you gonna get mad at me if I tell you what I'm about to say? Go ahead. I was the one that started that rumor. Nah, <laughs> dude. So. Yeah. <laughs> No, dude. So it's <laughs> you're such an ass. So it's funny. So it's funny because um, when I got caught, <laughs> and high school Joey sucked, dude. What a douchebag. <laughs> at least I know that it was you. Oh yeah, and bad. not some random student that just had it out for me. Yeah. Um, I went up to our principal and was like, "Hey, man." You know, I, I think I, I saw Chris uh, walk out I of the bathroom. I was like, "You're wasting everyone's time right now." I know. I I think I know who it was. <laughs> Around that time, I, I saw Chris leaving the bathroom. Wow. I was like, oh, my God. Because I was pulled aside. And then I'm like, because I'm, I'm not sure if he didn't believe me at all, which, I mean, how could you? I mean, based on my behavior in high school, I mean. You're but, a pisser. Yeah. <laughs> um, big pisser. Big pisser. But he was all like, you know, um, all right, we'll let you go for now. And by that point, it's an hour yeah, I knew school. nothing was going to happen. Yeah, of course. That's why I did and, it. But now this question goes back to who did it? You, I, to this day, don't know who did I, it. We don't know. I have who, no idea. No. Because I think it was Joey. The piss bandit. <laughs> I think the it wild was Joey. It wasn't bandit. me, I swear. I think it was Joey because... I promise on our friendship that it was not me. All right, yeah. well, let me tell you why it makes sense that it would be you. One, he's an easy out for you because if you're going to give up your own best friend, nobody's going to point your <laughs> finger back at you. <laughs> Two... He pisses all over the place these days. I have seen stories, and correct me if I'm wrong. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me the story of what happened at, um, what was that restaurant that you guys didn't pay for the food? And she- <laughs> all right. Dude, we can't, uh, we can't just leave the, that the in. The buffet? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, okay. So we'll cut this so part out. But we, won't, got- we won't cut that out. We'll leave that in. Cause I, and I know we're going to get questioned for it, but we're not going to tell anybody about it. But we'll I wanna- talk about that off air. I'm going to write it down right now. So we can talk about it all. All right, word. Everyone else can hear you, Chris. Don't worry. We'll, 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 we'll talk go about over it. it. We're, we're about an hour in. We'll... Gianna got held hostage. That all is right. true. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm going to write that down too so yes, we don't please forget. Please tell me all about that. Um, that was actually such a good night. That was like one of the oh my first God. couple of times that like I hang I hung out with everybody all at once. Yeah, you guys sound like you have really fun times. Though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Chris, if you Something showed like up, that. I know if you popped out. I know. <laughs> I text you every time we have a wild night. That's true. And we've been texting you for the best five weeks to get on the podcast, and you're always out of state for some reason. Yeah. It's so funny, dude. I'm like, hey, Chris, what are you doing? Out of state, New Hampshire. Okay. <laughs> all right, word. <laughs> but um, looking I'm- forward to the Christmas party. I am too. Yeah, that's probably the next time I'm going to see you. (laughs) Hopefully Saturday. Hopefully you can come. I hope that I'm free on Saturday. Yeah. Like, I I always am just like, I never respond to the plans. Everyone's like, oh, we're doing something Saturday? And I just never respond. Until Saturday comes and I know I can come and I go, yeah, guys, I'll be there this time. Yeah. Yeah. But like. The worst is when they have me call him, dude. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Because I'm like, I know he's busy. Call me? Yeah. Oh. That's only Fridays, cause I I have like a very tight schedule. Yeah. Like Monday through Friday, I'm on a very tight schedule. 
And Joey, by this point, I've been on the schedule for about a year. Yeah. Um, Joey knows my schedule. Yep. So when they hang out on a Friday and they're like, call Dom, call Dom. He knows I'm very much not available. Yes. And then they call me anyway. And I'm on the phone. I'm with my girl. Yep. And I'm like, no, guys, I can't make it. And then my girl's like, no, you can go if you want. And I'm like, well, no, because yeah. that's not going to end well for me. Yeah. In my relationship. Yeah. Because like, I've always truthfully, found... she does want me to be able to have a good of time. Of course. And I found that with uh, many things. You know, if a girl tells you, oh, go enjoy time with your friends. It's all like, uh, you can do that. But... There's stay here with drink. Yeah, but stay yeah. here with me. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like yeah. they want you to go have fun, but yeah. they also want you to be there. Of course. So it's like there is a right choice. Yep. But like with her, it's more so like she's got a cool philosophy where yeah. it's like I told you to go. It's my own fault. Yeah. But then that leads me into a bad place where I'm like, of course, you know. Yeah. I should have just known. Mm. So it's not really your fault. <laughs> I should have just known. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Whew. but you know, I love her. Of course, I'll stay. <laughs> <laughs> but we gotta get Carol on the pod too. She she was supposed to come. We were supposed to do a three last week episode. or this week. She, was she? One of those weeks she was either this week or last week she was supposed to come. Yeah, and she just it was like I don't know, and I was like I'm I didn't a, know about that because she decided that she wasn't going. Oh, hmm. but I told her I said. Cause she wasn't, she's not working. So I said, she's not working Tuesday. We so actually said, booted Carol for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you're not working Tuesday. Come by and pod. Yep. And she was like, I might. And then I texted her like kind of closer. And I was like, come by and pod. And she was like, I'm not going to do that. And I was like, why not? And she was like, I don't know. I think he, I don't think I would add much to it. And I was yeah. like, no, you would. It'd be a great time. Yeah. She gets along very well with Joey. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I don't know how they got down here. Dogs. Cannoli! I think, I think cannoli. They're, they're our alarm to wrap it up. Hey. Cannoli, cannoli, cannoli. Dog's a box, man. He's what are you doing, dude? Piss rat. Get out of here. Why are you wet? Because he's a piss rat, dude. He piss all over himself? Piss rat. <laughs> cannoli. Cannoli. Somebody fart. Down Stop here. it. What? I honestly can't smell, but it, if I had to guess, it'd be, it'd be Joey. <laughs> it was me. Okay. I farted. Yeah, I haven't had a sense of smell in almost two years. So. Really? Uh, probably it's been two years. Is that from COVID or? Yeah. Two years ago. Oof. I can like kind of smell sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't for Jack. So, mm -hmm. You know. It is what it Who's is. Who's Jack? Who's Jack? Jack. Jack. But I was avoiding saying. Yeah. Because of the beeps. Beep. Yeah. So I was just saying Jack. But you forced my hand. <laughs> F*** you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, I think that's all we have. Yeah. I have yeah. a bunch of topics that I have for Will that I've had for like so long. But Will just doesn't show up. Yeah. Unless you know sports. Do not Did you f*** off? Do not really know sports that well. Yeah. So, because Will's like, Will's my sports man. Yeah. I can talk to sports about Will. And so much has happened to sports in the past two weeks. Yeah. But last week, Will wasn't here. Yeah. This week, we kicked Will out for you. Yeah. So, it's like, all my notes are just sports. Yeah. And then I have one about LeBron making a fool of himself. I guess we can <laughs> briefly talk about this because yeah. everybody knows LeBron. For sure. Um, and then one more thing I have to talk about with Will. We'll open that podcast up with Will. But um, LeBron made a statement 
about you know takeoff. Yes. The rapper. Yep. His passing. Yep. Um, LeBron went uh, showed up at a game. You know they do game fits or yep, whatever. Yep. Of course. Wearing uh, a, an outfit like that was like a perfect like top to bottom piece of an uh, outfit that Takeoff had once worn and posted on an Instagram page. Yep. As like I guess somewhat of an homage yep. to Takeoff since his passing. Yep. And then they asked him about it post game. Said, "Hey, I, I noticed you were wearing this." This outfit it seemed very inspired by Takeoff. Mm-hmm. You wore the same fit, whatever. You know, what did what were what are your thoughts yep. on on that whole thing? And then he had then went on to say that you know it was a tragedy, obviously. Yep. And that, you know he's he's been listening to them um, since 2010, and their first mixtape came out in, in 2011 when he was in Miami. Yeah. You knew that. Yep. Did you hear the story? I did not hear so the story. So you knew that originally. Yes. Yes. Wow, that's really interesting because it's on my notes. Yeah. So he said that since like he's been listening to them since 2010 when he was in Miami, yada, yada, yada. Yep. Come to find out, they hadn't dropped any music anywhere until 2011. Yep. And they didn't blow until 2013, like the earliest. Yep. I think Versace came out in 2013. Yeah. And then after, and like even then they weren't even huge. Until like 2016, yeah, when they dropped Culture, and then from there we have like T-shirt and uh, Bad and Bougie, and like mm-hmm. the big ones where they really blew up was 2016, but they didn't start being recognized for hits until until 2013. Yeah, so there's no way that LeBron was listening to them since 2010 in Miami. Yeah, they weren't around 2010 in Miami. Yeah, so LeBron's just making a fool of himself. This guy just lies pathologically for no reason. You know, it's We've funny, seen it wasn't he doing so something? many times. Yeah, what if he misspoke? No, because he does this all the time. Yeah, he was showing like support for like the Chinese leader too. Um, Not support. That was, I think, the problem. Yeah, he was like, he was just spewing false like narratives. Yeah. about the Chinese, just slandering them in yeah. a post-game interview, and then the Chinese were like, "We don't." with the NBA anymore and yeah. pulled all affiliation from the NBA. Are you serious? Because LeBron opened his fat mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but we see him make a fool of himself all the time. There was like a, a, a barrage of clips that like were put into a compilation of yep. like him reading a book. Like he'd always like he'd have a, a book in, a, in the post game and he'd be sitting down with his book in his hand and it like for weeks he'd do this and it was always bookmarked to the same place. Yeah. And he'd just be pretending like he was reading this book, <laughs> but it was at the same spot. He was reading a book about Malcolm X. Yeah. And the reporter had said to him, you know, I don't know how I see you reading this this book, the name of the book about Malcolm X. I, yep. I don't know how far you are into it, whatever, but I'd love to get your your take and your thoughts on what you, you know, this book and what you think yeah. and what what are your thoughts on Malcolm X, blah blah blah. And he just goes like you know, I, you know, I'm not too far into it, uh, but you know, obviously, you know, he's a great man yep. with great ideas yep. and yada yada. And I'm like, you're such a bull. Yeah. Like anyone could have said that. Oh, of course. Say something of substance about yeah. Malcolm X. Yeah, like don't just like, give us the vague response. Or, yeah. You know. Just say, you know, I actually haven't even started the book yet, but I'm excited to read it yeah. because I know this is net. Don't be like, I'm not too far in, but what I've gathered is that he's an intelligent man. Yeah. Like, everybody on the face of the earth doesn't know that Malcolm X is an intelligent man. Speaking of which, like, um, uh, going to a uh, topic on uh, Twitter that I had found, um, did you guys hear, hear about the, uh, I think it was the University of Kentucky, with uh, that girl who had gotten really, like, blackout drunk and was saying racial slurs to one of the employees there? 
Um, but I was just going back and like thinking before you speak, you know, like which slur. I imagine the end. I think yeah, I think you know which one. Uh, but um, so pretty much what happened was to catch him. <laughs> so pretty imagine much what it. happened was um, she ends up getting doxxed, right? So she gets doxxed, gets kicked from school, lost all funding, and now her parents don't want her like Whoa. inside the house. And it's funny because you know something that you say one thing and your life can be ruined it's forever. Over. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, it, the, like the solar panel guy. <laughs> oh. Was that the one who was selling Have the uh, we, solar like, panel? Have heard anything about this guy since then? I don't think so. I don't think his life's over. Was that the one that was caught on the ring camera? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, dude. Selling I saw that one on Instagram. To, you know, neighbors, he, of course. He, <laughs> he was just so casual about saying it. And they, <laughs> so you know, casual it's funny. about afterwards. You know, like, it's funny because... Oh, <laughs> my bad, dude. Neighbors. Like... Because <laughs> it's funny. And then... The guy slams the door inside of his face, and he gets to the he gets to the <laughs> end of the stairs. He's just standing there, like his hands on his head. He puts his hand on his head, like, "Oh my god, it's over." Thinking like, about his life, yeah, like you can almost like imagine what he's thinking of at that yeah. moment. Like my life is over. But it was only a week where it was like a thing. Yeah, and now it's not even a thing anymore. I imagine that, like, I don't know, his family and whatnot. Oh but, yeah, like, he's probably mortified. Like. It is what it is, yeah. I guess. Well, he also just was a random person. Yeah. Like, you're not going to hear about a random person no. again. The, the and, girl at college makes sense because she was removed from a college. You hear, like, especially Kentucky is a big school. Yeah. yeah. So it's like anytime something like that happens in, like, a D1 type the, school. The tweet had 100,000 likes. And that's like, and if you think about it, that's one tweet. That's big. Yeah. And then based on other people who see it, you really can't do anything yeah, now you can't you can't really people. get a job you know um and it's pretty much like i mean she she kind of deserves it you know like, i guess the thing is it's like if you're drunk yeah and whatever and i hate like drunk words or sober thoughts yeah because that's so not true because that was what because if you look at some drunk people i was at uh these this chinese restaurant uh when i was like eight years old and there was this woman completely blacked out and she was all like get a cheeseburger you idiot and she was talking to me and i was like dude i'm eight years old yeah maybe. but like there's no way yeah, like but that maybe soberly she's... she was thinking yeah she this, was like this, this mother yeah, needs a cheeseburger. cheeseburger. <laughs> this guy really needs a cheeseburger. Chris, I saw I saw how skinny you were in high school. Freshman I can only year. imagine oh how my skinny God. you were. I really you were just eight. started bulk like I bulked up in senior year and that was it, but I was a small kid like all throughout high school. I was the puller up. Mm. People used to use me to go bowling. Are you serious? Yeah, because I was so round. Yeah. They'd throw me were down you the really? aisle. Yeah. Wow. And they'd throw me down the lane and I <laughs> because I was so round and wide, yeah. my circumference was so a mass yeah. that I get, you know, guaranteed strike. It's true. True story. It's no, very it is. true. Yeah. It's very yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that like that whole drunk thing is so dumb because yeah. like I've been intoxicated yeah. and said things that I would not think in a million years yeah. because it's just because I'm drunk and it's just yeah. stuff that happens and just things pop in your head. What'd you or whatever. say? No, not nothing racist, you know, but just weird outlandish yeah. stuff or like, it could be not things that you think of consciously, but like, you know, when it comes to like, like say like you get drunk, you say the N-word, yep. right? You hear that every day. Yeah. You listen to rap music, that's constantly flowing through your mind. So it's like, say I get drunk, I lose the ability to like Control really my, drunk, yeah. to like know what I can what I should say, what I shouldn't say, mm -hmm. form around, like it kind of fades, yeah. right? So it's like, 
I could be drunk and I'm listening to Fellas in Paris by Jay-Z and Kanye West. Yep. You don't think out of that entire song, not one time accidentally, I'm going to say the N-word because it's like, if you, whenever you listen to something, it's just a flow that's, you're still technically thinking things. Yeah. Right? But it's just like, you're not like consciously thinking it, yeah, but it's and, flowing through your mind. And in the video, um, she was actually attacking the worker too, which was like, oof. And it's really weird because, you know, your life is over, number one, pretty yeah. much once you do something like that. And uh, it's out there on the internet forever. Yeah. Like, there's really no coming back from it. Um, or it just begun, Chris. Or it just begun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I hate cancel culture so much. All she has like, to do is make an OnlyFans that says chick from Kentucky that said a racial slur yeah. and everyone subscribed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's also like I hate can't. That's why I hate so much about cancel culture. Because cancel it's like culture. Everybody is... does deserve another shot. Yeah. Especially when it's something like that where you're just drunk and you're just making poor decisions. And cancel culture, especially when you go on Twitter, which is a hellscape of an app. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much these people witch hunt, like yeah. doxing and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. which doxing is very much illegal. Huh. Um, Absolutely. And well, cancel culture is over because SNL just brought back uh, Chappelle to. Uh, host yeah. and everyone's all pissed off about it and everyone's like well I guess he's not canceling anymore yeah. well, no, the, no, the what, thing was, is, what was he canceled for he made a transgender, transgender joke in a comedy uh, special but it's like one SNL had no choice because they went so left yep they lost so much integrity yeah because they went so left yeah they had to do something yeah to eat that's very different from what they were in yeah. recent years to make things back to SNL. And Chappelle was never really canceled in the first place. Mm. They never took his stuff off of Netflix. Yep. He was just kind of like, people like on woke leftist Twitter were just like, that's not cool. What the hell? Stop yeah. listening to Chappelle. Yeah. And then Chappelle's like, oh, well, guys, I don't really care what <laughs> any of you have to say. Yeah. Just smoking a cigarette, not giving a yeah. being a millionaire. So it's like, there are some people that can't be canceled. Yeah. Eminem, yep. one of them. For sure. Dave Chappelle, one of them. Yep. Because you just, Elon Musk will always be one of them. Yeah. Kanye evidently is one of them. Yeah. Kanye hasn't been canceled. Kanye's done everything he's wanted to do. Because well, he made graduation. Have you seen sure. his Twitter and Instagram recently? Yeah. <laughs> there was this meme I saw, and it's like that guy waking up from Ren and Stimpy, and it's all like me. me um, waking uh, up to Kanye on Twitter. It's yeah, waking, Kanye fans waking up to um, to his tweet trying to uh, defend it. <laughs> it was, yeah. It's the guy's waking up. He's all like, and it's like one by Metallica playing in the background. <laughs> but it, it it's nuts. I mean, granted, have we talked about this? Uh, we talked a little bit about it. All right. Well, the thing is, right. Obviously, what Kanye said was not right. Yep. However, the thing that Kanye said, in theory, is whatever. Who cares? I get. I get that it's not cool to Jews. Yep. However, he wasn't going to kill Jews. Like, people are up in arms because he said DEFCON 3 instead of DEFCON 3. Oh. And they're like, he's going to kill us all! Yeah. Like, all the little Jews are all like, oh, we're all going to be killed by Kanye now. All yeah, nasally and complaining. He probably thought that DEFCON meant that yeah. it was the same he thing. thought it was death con. He spelled donor wrong. Really? 
yes. on Google, yeah. He thought it was DEFCON and yeah. not DEFCOM and said that on a podcast. Yeah. He went on a podcast. DEFCON. People are all pissed because I said DEFCON, but I'm not a great speller. Yeah. I thought it was death. I'm sorry. <laughs> DEFCON. And it's like, yeah, man. So what? He wants to go DEFCON 3 on Jews. Whatever. Clearly, he's not going to do anything but fire his, his agents. Yeah. Because that's his problem in the first place. The whole reason why he talked about going DEFCON 3 on the Jews is because he was screwed over by his agents. The problem is that he's not revoking his statement. Mm. He's not seeing yeah, why. Yeah, of course. Because when you say something like that, you know, you'd have to take it back because obviously it's wrong to say. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. It's like you look at his, uh, his Twitter and uh, the, the Insta and it's just post after post yeah. and it's like madman stuff yeah. yeah well he's been humbled by it he so had fine. Gr- granted he's gotten a lot better really recently over the past two weeks i'd say a week yeah. and a half he's gotten so much better because i remember when kim kardashian b- left him and oh, that, yeah, that was peak bad yeah that was down bad kanye <laughs> ever since like i ever since kanye or kim and pete broke up yeah he was toned down yeah and then he said this thing about the jews and everyone was like mm, yeah not kanye? not so sure how we feel about like, that here yeah. kanye you can have your twitter back and yeah. he immediately tweeted about <laughs> jews. The jews. so it's like the problem is not so much in what he said yep. because if you're a logical person you can understand why he said what he said however the problem is is that he's been made aware of why he said, why the fact that what he said and the way he said it was wrong. Yep. And he's he's sticking by it, kind of. And he's just making it worse for himself by trying to explain it. Yeah. Because while Kanye is a genius and he's a visionary, he's not super like articulate. About his words? Explaining his ideas. Yeah. He's not good at explaining himself. He never has been. He's just good at talking his way into a corner. Yeah. So he went on a podcast with a, like a really like renowned man yep. by the name of Lex Friedman. Yep. You know Lex Friedman? I do. Did you listen to the podcast? Not really much, but I heard that he was on it. So I listened to the podcast about two hours. Yep. Lex is Jewish. So they had like a very like intellectual discourse about really about Kanye and why he said what he said. Yep. Why it's wrong the way he said it. Yep. And Lex was giving him advice to take to the future. Yep. But in the midst of the podcast, like Kanye said so many things that just didn't make sense. Yeah. Then in theory are great points. Yep. But when put the way that he put them, they're not great points. Mm. Like Lex had brought up how like you can't say these things when there's a population of millions of people that are affected. Yeah, they're still affected by the Second World War. World War Two yep. and the the, the the German Holocaust. Yeah. And then he says what about the 20 million babies being aborted across the world or in America or whatever? And it's like, okay, I get it. Yeah, but the that's point a thing is- that's happening. However, you can't compare abortion to a genocide, to the Holocaust, to a genocide. Right? And then, so then, like, it's a good point because then he talks about how, like, you know. Uh, black people, like 50% of black deaths are abortions and it's not gun violence, not gang violence, it's abortions, mm-hmm. 50%, which is a huge number. Yeah. And then that statistically speaking, the most unsafe place for a black person to be is in their mother's womb, mm. which is nuts. It's a wild stat. Yeah. It's a true stat. But you can't take that and say, but, but the Holocaust is the same. Yeah. Cause it's not. No, it's not. Not at all. Um, 
But he made some great points about how, like, you know, it's it's not all Jewish people. But then he kept saying, the Jewish media, the Jewish yeah, media. And then Lex is like, but it's not the Jewish media. You're yeah. not mad at the Jewish media. You're mad at a couple of Jews, and then you're mad at the media. Yeah. Because, granted, there's the whole rumor about how the Jews run all the media and TV and comedy. And to an extent, that's very true. But it's really mostly agencies. Like, the media in and of itself is not solely run by the Jews. Mm. However, they are a very successful race of people. So it's like, Lex just kept saying, just say the media. Yeah. And he, like, would say the media and then say, I'm not allowed to say Jewish media, so the media. And Lex is like, but you were doing so well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But Lex, he did bring up a good point where, like, because Kanye went in on Howard Stern. Yeah. Because I guess Stern had openly been like, fuck you, Kanye. Yeah. And Kanye was like, you know, I'm the only reason anyone's ever heard Howard Stern's name in years. Because I said it. It's the only reason anybody's heard yeah. his name. Not even his own family hears his name unless they got to call or says his name. Yeah. Unless they got to call him because they need their bills paid. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ, Ooh. Kanye. Going crazy on Stern. And then yeah. Lex goes, that's what I want to hear. You got a problem with a Jew, single that person out. Call him out by name. Say, this Jewish person I have a problem with. You go name by name. Don't just categorize Jews and say all Jews are bad when only a few Jews you have a problem with. Hmm. And in one of his tweets the other day, he had said, since Lex had asked me to talk about... um, to like, you know, talk about people and not a group of people. He had been like, this is a man that I, he posted a picture and said, this is a man that I love and respect yep. and he's never done anything wrong to me, blah, blah, blah. And it's a Jewish man. Yep. And I have all the appreciation and adoration room in the world. And I was like, great move. Kanye. Yes. He's learning. And then he's the learning. Next, <laughs> and then in the next tweet, he goes, I'm a bit sleepy tonight. And then it's like, oh God, that's what's going <laughs> in the first place. And then he put in the ellipses and then two smiley faces and went, I'm just kidding. I'm waking up tomorrow with all love. And I go, That's this is great. This is what we need. Yeah. And then since then, this, this posted some stuff where it's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. He's still kind of nuts. But less anti-Jew. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's always going to be nuts. Yeah, yeah, that's just one thing with, especially with uh, music creators. Yeah. Um, I feel like they all have a screw loose, you know, uh, with uh, the Beatles and stuff like that. You, you have know, to. You know those guys are tripping ass almost every week. Yeah. And um, the amount of music that comes from those artists is just insane. Like, Yeah. The thing is, to become an artist, you have to tap into a very special side of your brain of course. that should go untouched. Yeah. Where it's just a ridiculous, ridiculous work ethic. And to be that creative yeah. and that, like... It takes skill. And yeah. Then I'm hearing you gotta someone, tap in really hard. And then I'm hearing like there's an album that has a really bunch of creativeness and it's Pink Floyd's The Wall. It's an incredible album. Have you listened to uh, things that like like interviews with Roger Waters? I have seen plenty. I actually saw him in concert. He's a nutcase. He is a nutcase. And there was one thing that he was saying uh, based on, you know, Kanye and stuff like that and saying things, you know, that are wrong. Um, Roger Waters was pretty much... Uh, calling on Zelensky to end the war, but it came off as the wrong way. Mm. And he was pretty much saying, you know, it, it, people were seeing it as pro-Russia. Yeah. And um, pretty I, much what I, had I happened was one this. of the Ukrainian, uh, I guess it was one of the uh, Ukrainian officials says, I'll fly you a plane down here and you can see the battlefield for yourself. Because what's yeah. happening over there is atrocious. You yeah. know? 
Um, and pretty much what had happened was uh, he declined it, of course. Um, but that's just him. He kind of has a massive ego. Yeah. And uh, that's one thing, you know, like when it's different to say this stuff, you know, from the comfort of your million dollar mansion. Um, when there's people getting bombed out there. Yeah. And, you know, like, that should just be one of those things. I, I feel like, you know, if you're going to say stuff like that, you should walk the battlefield. You know, it just yeah. goes with what Kanye says. And like I said, um, he said it wrong. But if someone was to actually believe that, I believe that you should be able to visit the museum that's in D.C. The or... Holocaust Museum officially reached out to Kanye. Really? Yeah. Made a public yeah. statement saying, yeah. Mr. West, we'd love to have you out here so you can educate yourself on yeah. the whatever. However, like, while, like, that's been a thing in the past, like, there was an NFL player that had made some, like, comments that he shouldn't have made yep. about Jews, and Julian Edelman, wide receiver for the Patriots, had said, like, to him, like, hey, man, I don't think you really know yeah, what's up. The extent and Edelman's of... uh, Jewish, and he yeah. said, let's go out to lunch, we'll talk, yep. I'll educate you, whatever. And he did, and it worked, and he it was like, you know, I had a talk with Julian, and we had a great talk, and yep. I know now why I said what I said was yeah, wrong. Yeah, because if you think about you it... You can't there, do that with Kanye. No. Yeah. Because you think about it, there was this photographer that actually comes to the reenactments, and he had posted some very powerful photos of Auschwitz when he had went there for a uh, for kind of like a Remembrance Day. And um, so pretty much the, the photos were so haunting. Like, I feel like, you know, it's just one of those things... Um, he ended up going to Normandy too, uh, where and they stormed those beaches. I heard. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like one of those things, you know. If you're gonna talk about stuff like that, you should be able to walk and see ex not exactly what it was like, but you know, get an idea of how awful it was. Yeah, I you agree. Know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's like a what do I want to say here. With Roger Waters, is like a very clear thing in him that's not right yeah however what it boils down to is just roger waters is a very passionate guy yes and which is he, why his opinions come off when i saw him in concert he was drinking the entire time on stage yeah. yeah yeah like i i i didn't fully listen to him on rogan but he was on rogan and i listened to some of it i yep. didn't get around to finishing it but like you can hear like in the way he talks like he's so passionate like the way he speaks is just not like, same thing with Kanye. Yeah. Like, these guys are just so passionate about certain things, they just forget that they can say the wrong thing, yeah, too. Yeah, of course. So it's like, I, uh, Ari Shafir, Jewish comedian, had uh, went to go see Roger Waters in concert yep. with, like, Rogan and a couple other people. And um, him, he was backstage with Roger Waters yep. and a couple other guys, and they were talking... And then uh, Roger Waters was talking about the, the Israel-Palestine thing. Oh, yeah. It's like a thing that's still very real yes. and it's happening. He's very, like, passionate about it. Yep. And then one of the guys goes, yeah, be careful, we got one of those big-nosed fellas over here, pointed to Ari. And then they all laugh. Ari's laughing. And then Roger Waters starts screaming, this isn't funny! This is something that's really happened, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it's like, whoa, dude, yeah. chill. Like, he's so, passionate like, deep about yeah. into this stuff that... He's you a humanitarian. Really you really don't need to deep that much. Yeah. Like, I had, like, when we started the podcast, I said something that I definitely shouldn't have said. Yep. And it was just like, I just didn't say it correctly. And I'll say it again because whatever. But I had said, like, because, like, everybody was up in arms about this Russia Ukraine thing. And I was like, but, like, who cares? Like, that's not our problem in a sense. And I since then have redacted that yep. statement 
And it's like, it's not so much who cares, but it's like, because obviously care. Yeah. People are dying. Yep. It's a very real thing that's happening. But to be that into it, it almost does, adver- it almost has adverse effects. Because mm. it's like, like, I'm a religious person and I see it in religion where it's like people are so passionately oh, yeah. Christian it ruins Christianity. Yeah, zealots. Yeah. So, exactly. So yeah. it's like it just puts such a like bad stamp on it where it's like people are so overly passionate about like this, this, and this, and this. And it's like, dude, relax. Like, I'm, it, I'm actually very surprised that Roger Waters uh, made that comment because uh, if you look at some of his stuff, he's, he's kind of a humanitarian or an equal rights kind of person. Yeah. And um, it's weird that he says this because, you know, Ukraine is obviously, I mean, the morale for the Ukrainians is incredibly high right yeah. now due to the uh, thing of the war. In fact, um, uh, pretty much what I was saying was I'm just surprised he made that comment, you know, considering that it's a humanitarian crisis right now. I still remember seeing videos uh, on Twitter from the beginning of the uh, war and there's like missiles flying overhead in Kiev. Nuts, dude. Yeah. Like watching people get crushed by tanks. Yeah. Twitter was a... F- had a field day when and that and, started all and it's weird to think about it because during world war ii the russians absolutely uh, liberated ukraine yeah and then history repeats itself in sometimes opposite ways like yeah. you see this stuff going on and now they're taking ukraine yeah and they won't they won't take it but no. they are they're moving the thing is is that like we don't really know what's actually happening yeah so it's like from what i've heard from what people say mm-hmm. that have said that they have connections to people and blah, blah, blah. So yep. it's all hearsay. Yeah. But like Ukraine's putting up a very good fight. Yep. And that while it looks like Ukraine's doing a, or Russia's doing a lot of damage to Ukraine. Yep. The damage that Ukraine's doing to Russia is even is worse. Pretty severe. Because I remember hearing uh, sometime in August about how Russia had lost their, a, a third of their, original invasion force either yeah. due to being killed wounded or captured and some of these russians i mean now uh when putin signed that um 300 conscript into uh, action people have been leaving the country by the boatloads yeah. russia's poor and um now they're sending in conscripts and sometimes yeah. they have two two to three days of training and then they're thrown to the battlefield some some are told you know scavenge weapons and ammo off of the dead soldiers that you find yeah. and a lot of them are just surrendering yeah which i would too to be honest it's yeah. not a war people want to fight in yeah. yeah so while it looks like russia is winning this war yeah it's almost quite the, the opposite. opposite yeah i wouldn't say it is the opposite because they are still my voice is not holding up today but they are still like doing big damage yeah to ukraine but Ukraine's really putting up a fight. Yeah, absolutely. And that was coming and that was coming from some people saying that Kiev was going to fall within 72 hours. And now it's I think it's the 6th or 7th month to the war. Yeah, and and, still and the Ukrainian morale is incredibly high yeah. right now. And that's due to Zelensky too. Because I mean, if you look at Zelensky during the beginning of the invasion, they said we can Dude's get, a stud. Yeah, we can get you in a helicopter out of there. That was I, nuts. Yeah. Says, Biden was like, "We can we can fly you out." And he was like, he "No, says, we I need don't, Ammo. Yes, he says I'm I going out there. Yeah, he says I don't need He's a ride. I need an ammo. AR running around shooting Russians. Yeah, dude. and well, Putin is hiding away in some kind of you know mountain retreat somewhere in the Caucasus Mountains. Um, He's out there on the battlefield. Yeah. You know, he's he's visiting hospitals with sick children and stuff yeah. like that. And it's honestly like, that's why, in, in my opinion, the morale is so high. Yeah, the dude's a stud, man. Because I mean, you got to love him. That's a leader right there. Yeah. And I said it during the beginning, and I'll say it again. He's a leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
And but the only thing that makes me nervous about this war, yep, is that Putin is dying. Yes, He's actively dying. Like it's been made pretty clear. Were well, the confirms that he has cancer? True. Yeah. Yeah. It's like even more clear now. Like there were pictures of him that were released recently yep. released, like undoctored, provenly undoctored photos. Yep. Of like bruises on his hands. Yeah. Due to IV, like he's clearly getting treatment for something. It they has, say it's pa- they say it's pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Which, so which if it's pancreatic cancer, you have like weeks. He has yeah. less from from what I've heard. He has less than three months to live. Oof. Which is one could be very good. Or two could be very, very scary because, because he knows he's not going to stick around to see the repercussions of his actions. Yeah. He'll so, nuke him. He yeah. could nuke him. Kill everybody in an instant, die a week later, and not have to hear the end of it. Yeah, yeah. because it's scary because, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, of course, before the detonation of a nuclear weapon, there would be clear telltale signs um, that would come. You know, you'd see the mobilization of warehouses where these yeah. are kept, and you see the trucks moving and the, and the soldiers. Um, I had read about this. It's like and MW2. Yeah, you would see a whole massive buildup before we would see any kind of nuclear warfare, and the U.S. is very you know, adamant on keeping tabs on Russia. And so yeah. far, we haven't seen much of that. We've seen the bombers, but nothing was being loaded to them. Yeah. So like I said, this would be a process built over weeks Yeah. and stuff like that. Um, do I think the possibility of nuclear war is still there? Absolutely. The, the thing that gives me hope, though, is that because the thing is, if they bomb, they nuke. It's mutually assured destruction. We have to get involved. Yep. Yeah. However... What's giving me hope is that if they do hope you uh, nuke Ukraine and Putin dies, that we feel like we don't have to take action mm. because then now they're like, we're under new leadership. And we appara- don't agree with anything that he just did. Yeah, we just really had no choice. Yeah, and well, I'm, that's what happened after the Cold War. Yeah, they, so yeah, I'm hoping that we can pull that off. Dude. Because if we go into nuclear warfare, it wouldn't be good. No, it's it's honestly, I mean, when you think about the devastation of nuclear weapons, I, I was looking at, there's this app called uh, Blast Zone. Mm. And it's pretty much like you can put a nuclear radius around any kind of place you want to. If a nuke was to hit Boston, right? Like, uh, let's say the Tsar Bomba, which was the one they tested in 1950, the hydrogen bomb. Um, if they had tested that, well, if they had dropped it, it would wipe out Massachusetts, Parts of New Hampshire, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. Yeah, it all would it. go all the way all to. It. it would pro. It would take out the whole East Coast. Yeah, yeah. And you think about it, and then that's just the initial blast. Yeah. And then you have to think about the fallout and how bad the crops would go. Let's say because I think the Russia has about four four thousand nukes, and the U.S. has has around three thousand, something like that. I could of be wrong. We know. The but, thing yeah. is with the U.S. is that there's so much. That we don't know. Oh, about. of course. And that's been confirmed by guys like, like Delta Force guys yep. that are since retired that have gone on and been like, "Dude, we got way more oh, yeah. than what's being released to of the course. public." So we might have three thousand nukes or whatever it is. Yeah, but the amount on, is probably so much more. Yeah, on paper, but we probably have at least four times that. Oh yeah. In the vault that nobody knows about. Yeah. So. The thing is, if we go into nuclear warfare, there's no doubt in my mind that we win. Yeah. There's also no doubt in my mind that the odds of us stopping that from happening are very high. Yeah. We have the best air defense system yes, in the entire world. Yes, that is true. World. And I was watching something. It's funny you say that. 
because um, I was watching something on uh, YouTube. I think it was like the infographics channel or something like that. And uh, pretty much what had happened was uh, they were like saying, you know, let's say North Korea launches a nuke. What is the minute by minute process of what would happen? And it's all like this sort of complex system where they detect a nuclear radiation. You know, the nuke has three parts. You know, it's got the, the initial takeoff and then the part of it breaks off and then it becomes a warhead and then it goes yeah. towards it. They have certain missiles that can go up, detect which one has the nuclear bomb in it and then destroy it. Yeah. Which is honestly, it's amazing how far technology is going. You look back 100 years later, a film like All Quiet the Western Front, and you think about how primitive and barbaric warfare was back then. Now it's almost so different to what it was back then you know like yeah. it's truly amazing how far technology has come yeah but that's also a problem because the one thing that i feel like we cannot defend against yep. is technological warfare yes cyber attacks are very common and in fact yeah. before the invasion of ukraine um they were hit by a cyber attack, yeah. which Taiwan was hit by a cyber attack, too. That was when that whole thing with China was going on. But the thing of reason why I don't think China wants uh, is, is going to take Taiwan is because both sides, U.S. and uh, China, are very comfortable with trading with each other in, in their 21st century lifestyle. People are comfortable with it. No one wants yeah. to give up their life, you know. Um, so that's why I think they're holding back on invading with Taiwan. But if Taiwan does get invaded by China, the U.S. has to get involved because yeah. they produce the most microchips out of the yeah. world. However... China does not need us as much as we need yeah. China. And I mean, they you, know that. Yeah, and if you look at pretty much most of the stuff we have, it's mostly made in China. And um, pretty much, yeah, like I totally uh, agree with your statement completely. And, you know, China has things. said publicly, though, that they don't want anything to do with, like, the war in Ukraine and everything. Yeah. Oh, but so it does. It, it is a little... Uh, it, cal it calms the nerves a little bit. Yeah, exactly, because w what people were thinking originally was, you know, Russia's taking Ukraine. This yeah. would be a perfect time for China to take Taiwan, yeah. which would be extremely bad because that means that's World War Three, pretty much. Easily, yeah. Because yeah. if you think about it, Bel Belarusian troops are now being uh, deployed to Ukraine, <laughs> Yeah. Um, which I think the whatever that guy's name is, the leader of Belarus, is a lapdog to Putin for however long Putin lives. Um, but, yeah, it's just... People say it's going to get worse. I think it's... Yeah, but it's got to get worse before it gets Before it gets better. better, yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. It's going to be nuts. We love a good war. It would be crazy if... My stomach's rumbling. <laughs> is that what I'm hearing? Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it would be crazy. And this probably didn't happen. But I'm going to put my little theorist mind to work real quick. All right. What if... We, as like America, yeah. like the American government, infected Putin with whatever he has, yeah, and then lined up the next dictator for Russia, just so that he was like, "All right, we're done. Like, no more war in Ukraine and all that." Because that's basically what happened with the Cold War. Yeah, you know. It's However, actually, I think that is impossible. It's actually not crazy that you mentioned that because if you think about it, um, I think I forget how many assassination attempts there were on Castro. Let me look it up. Um, but they were coming up with all sorts of different things. Like he was an avid beard grower, so they were going to put something inside of his beard that would make his beard go off, and he would like <laughs> die or something like that. But um, the thing is, is that like I think the only reason why I think that's impossible is because Putin's been dealing with severe health concerns 
since before this was a problem. There was eight attempts to assassinate Castro between 1960 and 1965. That's wild. And then Putin, I oh, there was 638 ways to kill Castro. That's what they have. And I can't even imagine what some of that boils down to because that's 648 different ways. Yeah. yeah. But um, apparently Putin survived some assassination attempts too. Yeah. I mean, you got to imagine the people don't like him. No, they're right? not happy. So it's like you have to imagine that they're going to try and revolt at one point. Yeah. However, the, de- the guy's too powerful. Yeah. And if you think about it, I mean, they had some protests when the, uh, when the conscripts were announced. Like these people are being signed up for mandatory military service to go and almost certainly either surrender or die yeah. or be wounded. Um, and pretty much what had happened was people were protesting and they have the, uh, the Russian military has this, um, has this police force. It's kind of like the national guard and they dress up and they look like medieval knights mm. and pretty much, these, I have seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pretty much these guys, um, take up and they're pretty much like, kind of like their special police force mm-hmm. and they beat these people. They torture them and stuff like that. And it's awful. You know, um, the, the amount of revolt in Russia it's scary because, you know, they'll take you off the street for anything. And yeah. it's really kind of makes me glad that I live here, you know, where you can express your opinion freely and not have yeah, to worry. Yeah, semi-freely. Yeah, and, and not, have not to worry. Die, yeah, and, and not have to worry about persecution or being beaten to death. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, what's going on in Iran right now, there's protests every single day. And some people think, going nuts And, right and some people think it's going to be a revolution or, yeah, or a coup attempt because, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, of, of course they're blaming the West and stuff like that because that's kind of the scapegoat, you know. Yeah. Putin was using that too, how the West was like an empire of lies. Mm. And people were like, that's some, that's some kind of like modern warfare too. <laughs> like if you think <laughs> about saying. it. Yeah. No yeah. Russian baby. Oh my God. I was 10 years old when, when my cousin showed me that mission. He was like, you I was want- 10, years old, 10 years old when I played that yeah. mission. <laughs> he, 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 had, um, he was like, hey, you want to come upstairs and see something cool? So I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, um, <laughs> so pretty much what happened was it's... It, it's a scene they're all loading up inside the airport and i'm like all right this is just your typical call of duty mission because i didn't really know too much about cod at 10 yeah. but um so pretty much what happened was i see and they unload on these civilians at the airport and i'm like yeah the first thing i'm feeling is like oh my god and it's like such a great cod dude see now it was a very controversial mission but in my opinion based on the whole modern warfare series it was an in- incredible plot piece dude it was an incredible plot piece it was so good makarov is like one of the best villains yes and if you look at the uh the newest modern warfare 2 that just came out uh, a couple days ago um there's a scene at the end of the campaign yeah um i just showed dom yeah so have you have you played I, ha- I haven't played the campaign, but I watched. Oh, the- Chris! But I watched the entire thing. You on get YouTube. on the PC <laughs> yeah. right now. You play the campaign. But you I watched heard- the playthrough of the campaign. Yes, but okay. I heard it was so good. And then it at the end, really phenomenal. It's and then at the one end- of my top campaigns of all time. Yeah, they're on the plane, and um, they pretty much, you know, they had this whole 3D printed kit, yeah. and it's like, you know, this is this is no Russian in kind of like modern days. Yeah, you know, if you That's think exactly about it, what it they're going to take over that plane. Yeah, like yeah. it's scary i'm so like, excited for the mission yes whenever that comes out whenever want, that is i just yeah, want to just, see i, I just want to see dom, how they do it like i was just telling dom because uh cod said that this is, is this is going to be the first ever like call of duty that has a dlc campaign yep oh really there's a yeah, dlc campaign because they're doing the whole like two-year thing now oh yeah so they're they said that next year they're releasing a dlc campaign for Modern Warfare 2, so it'll probably so that follow up that no Russian it. thing. It has to be. It yeah. has to be Because no honestly, I'm interested in how they're going to do this. Because if you think about it, when that mission was released, it, it was on the news. 
Like mm-hmm. yeah. people were talking <laughs> about it constantly. Wild. So if you do a mission where civilians are going to die and because that's what they were going to do with the original Modern Warfare 2019. There was this uh, scene, which is actually in the opening, where the people the are suicide lo- bomb. Yeah, where they're yeah. loaded up inside the truck. Now, the original idea, from what I was hearing from leakers at the beginning, you were actually going to play as a suicide bomber. Yep. And you were going to walk around and decide where you wanted to blow up. Yeah, they didn't want to pull the trigger. Yeah, and pretty much what happened was, you know, we got the scene where they're all in the uh, back of the minivan. And um, the scene is honestly well done, because if you think about it, the terrorists look nervous. You know, they're smoking cigarettes, they're smoking joints, their knees are tapping and stuff like that. And then the yeah. cold open where the guy just stands there with the trigger, and then it just cuts to modern warfare. Yeah. Um, it's but- even worse, because it's like, like, no Russian, that was the fourth. Okay. We hit the limit. We hit the two-hour limit. Did so, we really? Yeah, so it stopped <laughs> Wait, recording. We've so <laughs> so been talking for two again? hours? Yeah, yeah we're I, recording again. It's, I know it's been a while. Um, but it is crazy because in MW2, that was like the fourth mission. Yeah. So it was like they didn't go right into it. Yeah, this one was like this the, was the opening cinematic. off the bat. Yeah, like, the opening cinematic. And then the mission actually did happen, you know, where it's the... Uh, I think it's the London police. Yeah. And um, that That's mission... That's when, like, Price meets Gaz Yeah, and everything. that mission was actually... That was probably the most controversial COD's done in, in a while, yeah. mm. in my opinion, because of just what happened. You know, there's scenes where suicide bombers are running out of the metro. There's scenes where civilians are being executed. And, the metro you know, was such a good place to be. Oh, dude. Piccadilly Circus. Oof. I know. I, I kind of want to go back and replay. I would love uh, to replay Modern Warfare because that was my favorite COD. It's more, well one of my favorites of the newer one. Didn't really get yeah. much into Cold War, um, and didn't really get much. It's into, a good campaign. Yeah, and uh, in my opinion, I'm really excited to see where this DLC campaign goes because I kind so because I want to see what Makarov looks like now. You know how they kind of changed around the looks of people. Yeah. Like um, General Shepard doesn't have the mustache now, which in my opinion made him iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we're gonna see more of you know. Shepard and Makarov and kind of what we saw and, and I'm shocked that Makarov wasn't really mentioned early on in the second game because that's when he came in the original Modern Warfare was Modern Warfare 2 and yeah. I remember well, he Mo- was always in the background yeah, yeah like like he was the leader of the ultranationalists and um pretty much he was like Zakaev's uh right hand man and that's and what then, I was saying because yeah. I was saying to the airsoft field that we should go to I'm actually gonna bring this idea up we should do kind of like an estate mission you know, that'd like, be cool. Like kind of like a, yeah. a Milson, like have your coalition forces, right? And then have your ultra nationalists and then have one VIP target. Cause it's a huge field. It's 70 acres. Yeah. That'd be cool. And, and then like you're in the house and you're yeah, exactly. like trying to you know, like finish the download. Yeah. Everyone's rushing the house. Yeah, exactly. And, and that would be a really good Milson. And I'm actually going to bring that up. Um, I would, I would go to that one. Yeah. And there's actually one coming up. There's actually one coming up uh, at the field called operation Wolverine blood. And pretty much it's like red Dawn. Have you guys seen red Dawn? So it's pretty much a, a movie where, let's say, uh, the Chinese invade. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So pretty much they invade, and pretty much you have your civilian forces, yeah, um, which will be defending, and then you have your Chinese forces, which are going to be as, like, the occupiers. And there's this little town where I was thinking, you know, I'm going to bring up this idea. You should have, like, civilian life going on, like, checkpoints and stuff like that, and make this actually feel like, you know, we're a resistance trying to fight this off. And I think that would be a cool, it's cool. idea. Uh, I, I do like that they started doing that with, like, these newer CODs. Yeah. I was like, you're in a war zone, but, yeah, obviously, like, civilians are going to be around. Yeah, of course. So, like, you have to be careful. Yeah, it, it was a very controversial COD, Modern Warfare 2019, because you remember that mission. Uh, did you guys play the original campaign? 
Yeah. For uh, the 2019 one? Yeah. Yeah. So there's this one mission where you're an eight-year-old girl. And, yeah, you. And uh, she's the resistance leader. Yeah, yeah. And you watch. Pharaoh. And you watch as the Russians pretty much gun down civilians yeah. and stuff like that. And it was honestly a very. This COD, in my opinion, was very different from the previous ones because it just kind of um, went, you know, beyond the books. You know, yeah. Like they hadn't really done something that controversial since really Modern Warfare Two and Modern Warfare Three. When you remember that scene when the girls running towards the truck and then the truck gets blown up and the gas comes out. Yeah, but that wasn't nearly as no, bad as the Russian. It, oh, yeah. The no Russian one was like, you're murdering... A, I think it was like a thousand that died. Yeah, which is it's like, a lot of people. But there's a plot hole with that, too. Like, if, if you think about it, an airport would have security cameras everywhere. And if you think about it, the fact that, you know, this attack was obviously done by five people. And you'd think that there'd be some survivors, some witness accounts. and But it, it, it all got blamed on one person. And they're all like, all right, well, now it looks like a U.S. attack. But there's so many cameras around it, and I actually found that out from a meme too. Like if you look, well, on... it's because he, um, like Makarov was high, like he was high up in the Russian government. Yeah, he could easily manipulate oh, the cameras. Yeah, like it's it's like I understand where they're coming from to yeah. an extent, but like it's it's not cr- like so out of yeah. the, like out of nowhere that like he could just be like delete that footage. yeah in like, my opinion the original modern warfare trilogy those campaigns were the greatest yeah i was just hearing from somebody that, that they didn't like black ops 2 and i was like how can you say that the black ops 2 campaign's weird yeah it is black uh, ops 3 was even weirder i black ops hated 3 sucked, the black ops 3 campaign black ops 2's campaign was cool because it, it went into like those two different time yeah. zones um, and it's like it's futuristic but a little futuristic to the point where it's believable, you yeah. know? You don't have jetpacks. That's what stuff. it was. Yeah. yeah, it was like, these things could probably happen. Like, these, this equipment, it was based in 2020, I think. Yeah. This equipment could probably be Yeah, of course, because if you think about it now... We, it's probably has been done. Yeah, like, if you think about it, we have unmanned drones now yeah. and stuff like that. And um, pretty much, like, Black Ops 2 is a great game, and the multiplayer is really where I want to go. If, if there's one thing about Black the Ops first... Black Ops 2? Yeah. The first two Black Ops, uh, Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2, had such amazing multiplayer maps. Yeah. yeah. So diverse, so different. And OG the... Nuketown was yes. ridiculous. Yes. And then Modern Warfare 2 also had some really good maps, too. Like, the older CODs just had great maps, and I'm hearing rumors from... Um... These maps suck, dude. There's maybe oh, yeah. two or three really, really? Good, like actual like playable maps. And that was kind of the same with the original Modern Warfare 2019 because people hated Piccadilly Circus. They hated Azar. I liked, I liked, the, I liked the 2019 maps. Yeah. yeah. And then you hear about um, apparently what they're going to do is they're going to release this Remembrance Pack. And it's going to be a we're whole bunch of rust. maps. And it's going to be a whole bunch of maps combined from the uh, the original COD 4, Modern Warfare 2, and Modern Warfare 3, which well, I think is good. They're bringing back um, not Shipyard. Um, shipment? shipment shipment yeah, yeah we're gonna get shipment. shipment we're I gonna love... get rust yeah which is so cool yeah well it's cool because all these maps are basically in warzone yeah so it's so from like a uh like a coding side of things yep. they already have it coded yeah exactly in like these like and from what i heard uh the uh i'm not so how many modes are in the newest modern warfare 2 it, it, did the dmz zone get released yet no. Okay, yeah, because I was hearing rumors that that was... Um, I think that's going to be on November 16th with the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah with the battle So I'm actually stuff, excited yeah. to play it. So what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to buy the game probably tonight. You and, should buy it tonight. The, you should. And I'm we'll going to play it because I want to see the campaign, you know? So what, do you, what are you on now? I'm on still on PS4. You're still on PS4? Yep. But, um, you should get an Xbox. See, I have the one. I have the Xbox oh, One. Okay, the Xbox yep, one. so I have two. 
But you should you should get it on the Xbox One because it would be easier to play with you. Yeah, like exactly. me and Kenny would would easily be able to play with you because they have the yeah because it's Xbox all crossplay now, right? It's crossplay yeah. play, but I'm talking about like like party chat wise. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can, you, you can, can be in the party on the PC. Yeah, really. And you can you can sign oh, yeah, right, into Discord. Yeah, because the they're Xbox all connected, One. right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm actually really looking forward to it, and I'm actually going to play this game tonight. Uh, how long is the campaign? Would you say in hours? It's six. Okay. About four to six hours. Yeah, so kind of around the same as the last or one. Four to seven hours. I was actually very impressed with the Modern Warfare 2019 campaign. It's good. That it's a one good sequel. That one mission. This is better, I think, than the first one. Really? Do this you... is. I'm telling you, this is in my top three, maybe top five campaigns really? of all time. Now I, I thoroughly I, enjoyed this campaign. Now there was this one mission which really changed the style of COD in Modern Warfare 2019. There was this um there's a mission where they're raiding the house in London or some part in England and it's so different from the COD formula because if you think about the COD formula some of the campaigns are run and gun some of them are stealth but this is like it feels like a police simulator where you're walking up the stairs and you can't run and you're like clearing room through room and, and it's a small like little townhouse like if you think about kenny rich uh, kenny's old house mm -hmm. um it's kind of like that you know you're up against these stairs that are close to a wall and it was so well done it was uh, honestly for how short the mission was one of my favorite cod missions yeah you have a mission where you're clearing house right off the bat in this one really yeah well, you're in it's like probably maybe in like the first three missions wow you're oh you're playing as the, the mexican police right no you're gazing them I was kind and of... you're in you're in that whole mix, but you're basically going from place to place, yep. from from house to house, just busting in and really you gotta clear and kill and whatnot. Yeah. And you're trying to find whoever you're trying to find and then you end up getting hellied out of there yeah. and whatnot. But like yeah, within the first three missions you're just you go into a building, you shoot and kill who you need to shoot and kill. Yep. You have to not. Oh, and then there is the mission where you're the Mexicans. Yeah, yeah, that's when you're. Yeah, it's when you're the special forces, and you're literally crossing over the border. And the cool thing is, it's really cool. Yeah, you're like yeah. walking through trailers, and there's some guy that comes out of the trailer. It's like, what are you doing? And it's like, it's, it's very realistic. Like I, I like what they've done with the new modern warfare, is where it feels grounded to reality. Yeah. It's this is partially why it's one of my favorite yeah. campaigns. It was so well done. It, you can tell it was clearly so well thought out. Yep. The, the storyline's amazing. The gameplay's amazing. Yep. Like, there's no no flaws. It's a flawless campaign. Yeah. There are no gaps. There are no holes. There are no, like, oh, well, this doesn't really make sense. Like, it's all canon. Like, yeah. it's so good. That's awesome. The only thing I didn't like is that a lot of it, um, like, a lot of the story to connect 2019 yep. and MW2 was like uh really like off screen yeah like 2019 it ended with him with price and laszlo in the yep. diner yep and, and he's and like they're talking about i want to start one view like i want to start a, a task force yeah. called 141 he has all these files he yep. has soap's file because soap's not even in the, the original Modern no Warfare. he was uh, introduced in Warzone. uh the, yeah the 2019 and then he was pretty much introduced formally in the second modern warfare yeah. which i like how they did him too because yeah, i thought that was really cool yeah <sighs> I think it's fun, especially Soap. I think it's fine having him off screen. Because you, you can't just like, you can't run into this campaign knowing everybody. Yeah. You have to have some type of like, oh, it was this guy. We know a little more about this guy yeah. now. Like you couldn't have just introduced him 
in like the first one and then been like, boom. It was cool to kind of see him already established yeah. in this one and then learn more about him as you go along. Yeah, for sure. That, or in my opinion, anyway, yeah. that's mm. partially why I liked it. I would have enjoyed a little cutscene, though. Yeah, like maybe. Yeah, them the, them meeting Price. Yeah, we should end it. We're at well, two sixteen. Quickly, I would like to say I know this is gonna be a pain in the ass for you to edit, but I would like to ask this: Do you think we'll ever see Ghost's face? See, it's it's well, funny because they revealed uh, I think the back of his head. Yeah, and I well, can't tell like what he is really. Like, I will say he's that a white guy. Yeah, they, he's a white guy with. Brown hair. Oh, okay. I think it was blonde. No. Was he not blonde? I thought he no. had like a blonde buzz cut. Mm. I don't think it was blonde. Because I remember they revealed the back of his head. Yeah. Yeah, they and- took off his mask because it's that whole thing. Uh, he does this like whole thing with soap, like the whole campaign. Like soap's like, take off the mask. Yeah. Show us the mask. Show us what you look like. Are yeah. you ugly? And then he's like, no, I'm not ugly. Yeah. And it was kind of like a trust thing. Yeah. Like I'm taking off this mask to put on this other mask yeah. to show you that I'm, I'm with you guys yeah um i don't know if you'll ever see his face i think it's one of those things where he's so secret and yeah like where, you, where you probably won't see it and that's yeah. kind of the same with the original modern but warfare too there are a lot of like uh infinity ward is saying that they want to do a um like a uh spinoff game yeah with just like with like about ghost really? story and stuff yeah because they were making his character and they were designing his character writing it in yep. the offices and they were like and yeah we just everyone have to. was like oh my god we want more of this yeah. character because they they took him in a crate like in an opposite direction with this game yeah because then w2 he didn't really do much in mw2 no, exactly. everyone just like, loved him because he had a skull mask yeah and pretty like, much and, and that was kind of one of the most recent cosplays yeah. that i just did i i uh, showed up as ghost and like i said that outfit attracts Double. a lot of attention because i was very cool because i was a really cool because i was at one and i saw one kit where it was like you know he's wearing jeans and, and he's wearing the uh one kid was wearing jeans which what what he wasn't wearing um but what ended up happening was i went onto the field with sunglasses yeah that weren't ANSI rated so I, I could have got my eyes shot out at any time, but that cosplay was crazy. But the thing you is, you looked exactly like yeah, but Ghost from MW2. And the whole outfit is like down to the down to the penny too. Mm-hmm. Like I I went in, I went you know, because the cosplay photos went hard. Um, but I just recently fielded it at the airsoft field, and that went pretty good too. I've done Nathan Drake at that field too, which is also one of my favorite cosplays. That that, a that's one. a cheap one to do. That's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, the, the holster was probably the I like, most. Ex- I like the necklace. Yes, dude. And I wonder who got that for me. I don't know. Some some, some hot uh, guy. Some very <laughs> sexy guy might have got you that necklace. So I'm watching this clip. It's kind of hard to tell if it's blonde or brown. But yep. I imagine it's brown. Um, but a part of why I think that he we will see his face is that is this this scene right here. Yep. Where he takes off his mask. And then Price says, good to see you again, Simon. And now we we have more. We have more of Ghost than we ever really had. Yeah, before. of course. Because in but the we original... always knew his name. Yeah. But this is like, this is the first time it's really like, Price is like really addressing like, yeah. Ghost is two people. Yeah. Well, Ghost his backstory is not... crazy. And, really? Yeah. And I think that we do really well with... 
He's got to pee. <laughs> That's why we're going like, to end. end. We're going to end. We're going to end. We're going to end. However. Sorry, I know. It's been it's like, like two hours, like 30 minutes, kidneys. dude. It's like, this is as long as like Infinity War. It's like up in my kidneys right now. But One moment. We're going to close out in one second. But I think if we get a ghost campaign, like a ghost, almost like a whole ghost game. Yeah. I think we see his face. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, definitely. Because they are rumoring that they want to really start a, like, do a ghost campaign or, like, one-off, like, prequel. I'd spend a million dollars to play play just a ghost game. Oh, I'd pay to see that, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, they did ghost right. All right. Anyway, Chris has to piss his little boy pants. (laughs) Um, You know, this is a long episode. It's a very long episode. This is the longest episode we've ever done. Yeah. I'm sorry to Joey. You have to edit this. But... We hope you guys enjoyed. We hope you guys loved having Chris on. It was great. Um, leave us positive comments. And I know nobody comments on the Instagram. So if you see me, you see Joey, let us know what you thought of Chris. We'd love to have him back. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Absolutely. It's Thank you so much. 35 of uh, the 3M on the Party podcast. You got anything you want to shout out? Uh, it's pretty much it. Just follow the cosplay at Crispy Cosplays. We love it. Hit the Patreon at patreon.com slash 3M party at the Instagram at Instagram.com slash 3M underscore party at my Instagram at Dom.Percival. Joey's a Joey Tansy. William has nothing to plug as always. And we'll see you guys next week for 36. We're out. Bye. Chris, say bye. Bye. You muted your mic. Bye. There we go. (laughs)